Do not listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. I did see this, though. This is pretty cool. I kept this, too. Um, I don't know why we haven't done this in the, in the past. Like, this this shouldn't be a new idea. I think the Native Americans are sitting there going, they, they, they steal again. Uh, Colorado is uh, doing its first legally composted human remains uh, uh, body. Like, they threw the Using body. The, body the human remains are compost. Yeah. Why in the world aren't we doing that? Why are we so proud of ourselves all the way through the deal to not give back? Because an embalmed body does nothing for the earth. It does nothing down there. Religion. Is that it? Yep. Religion makes it so you can't compost? Pretty much. No kidding? A lot of reli- well, I know yeah. they don't let you burn. A lot of times they're upset about that. Oops. Yep. Well, yeah, your mom's I done. That, I forgot. Yeah. You just, your just mom, did that. You preheat the oven to 1850 for me. Yep. That's what I say. Have that thing ready to go. I am basically, there's going to be a little tiny... Uh, uh, inf- uh, chef, that's you poke him in the belly <laughs> when you push me, push me right into the back of that thing. But now I'm thinking this composting thing is a much better deal. Now they laid a person to rest who was reported to be the first in state to use the process converting human bodies into soil, known as natural reduction. And I think that's pretty great. Think of how green our golf courses would be. Think of the parks if we had natural comp, like as many people as we have. Uh, dropping dead every day, and as big as we are, we use them as compost. Phenomenal. Would you care? Or is this religion getting in the way that you're like, I won't go on that park. It's filled with the you know, the, the remains of dead people. Like, so what? What's the big deal? Does it bother you? No. No, not at all, right? The golf yeah. course is greener. The ground's a little stiffer, so you can get that club through the ground. You're giving back right. to the land. The whole point of us being here, for the e- everybody who ecologically... Part of the circle. You're supposed to give back, like you're supposed to die and become a thing. I don't get it. Doesn't bother you. Burn me up. Yeah. Well, burn you. Would you? Would you want to be compost? I don't care. Just I'm gone. Just buried in the ground. I don't get it. Who cares? So you say it's amazing how quickly it happens too. I remember as a kid. Yeah, that. um, My dad would come back from a hunting trip or whatever, and hit one time. You'd want the uh, like the cattle skull or the skull of a antelope. Got rotted off. You bury it. And about a month later, comes out just it's clean, a clean white skull. Yeah, yeah. So what do they do though? Are they are they grinding you up, or they I mean, turn them into dirt? So they probably no, do I it think in they some just facility. Bury them no, with, but then there's still bones there. So I mean, well, this thing they do in like a lab. They don't just put them in the ground and say they're free to go. Oh, that's what I was. Thinking. The danger wow. with that would be a wild animal, a dog, something digging it up. So what they sure. do is they make sure that they've they've decomposed it properly. Then they bury the dirt. So you become like a thing. Then they bury the dirt, but the bones and things like that. I don't know what happens to that. Uh, so it might, news. My people have been doing this for years. Yeah, don't worry I was about it. Say you guys have been. Uh, Jimmy Hoffa made a great, great garden. That, that composting thing sounds expensive now. You think? Probably. If but it's, it's that long of a process, it... it's called natural reduction, and you can do that. You're in an air-filtered chamber with wood chips, alfalfa straw, and a ton of microbial things. Uh, they begin the natural digestion of you. And the conversion process takes six months. It probably is pretty pricey. Uh, so six months later, you come out as nothing. You've been just eaten down to nothing. Uh, the body makes uh, about a pickup truck bed's worth of soil. Wow. Holy crap. It does? Wait a minute. So well, you Brady's gotta... body would be a soccer field. <laughs> so wait a minute. So Break you got the semis. 
Yeah, you've got to get two loads in. You're going to need one of them King's Ranch three times to come get Brady. Say what? So you have to pay for this? Well, I mean, you have to pay for your funeral. Well, no, but I mean, as far as like you're, you're giving oh, your compost there's to no somebody free else. Oh, yeah, there's no, nobody's doing this. Oh, then enough. burn me up. The hell, yeah. I ain't. Well, that's, you got to pay for that. that, too. It's just Yeah, but it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Screw that. So when you die, you become Jewish? Yeah. I see. Yeah. He gets that's cheaper. That star gets David cheaper. <laughs> Stamping on yeah. me. Uh, anyway, it says, uh, yeah, the body makes a pickup truck's bed worth of soil. And uh, they signed a bill in Colorado that legalized it. For a while, it wasn't because people would do it at home, so they have to have like a process. And I agree with that. I think there has to be like a place that is regulated that does it. Otherwise, if you can decompose, but now this is good news for murderers because they just gave the recipe out, you know, to help out Wood to, chips, to make it alfalfa. so naturally get rid of it in a few months, and then go out and spread it around. The, the key is, though, I mean, it's it's a little higher risk though because you're keeping it around for six months. Right. Well, you're, sometimes they're doing that anyway, just for, just for the sex part. Uh, There's a lawsuit going on right now in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. This family's taking the funeral home to court uh, because they cremated. They did it themselves. DIY. It, and the body was not supposed to be cremated, put in a casket oh. under it because of religious beliefs that Oops. that the only way the body can pass through heaven is through... Yeah, got to have, have the vessel. And so... Um, oh, gee. The funeral home gave them the $5,000 back, sure. but they're still taking him to court because what can I do? Uh, well, they, you know what? A little more money might make we can buy his way into the kingdom. He's going to hell. Yeah. But if God is forgiving, <laughs> will he understand this error? And it wasn't that good. The guy's dead for crying out The loud. reason being um, that's funny that they're uh, preventing the deceased from being raptured following the second coming. I mean, that is like the most, um, I don't know, stick-to-it kind of restaurant management I've ever been a part of if God's like, nope. It's like, come on, it wasn't even this guy's fault. Nope, no refunds, nothing. He's going to hell. He knew the deal. Shouldn't have been close to that fire. He oh, was dead, sir. It, nope. It costs between four grand and 5500 bucks to compost your body. No kidding? Yeah, I'm on usfuneralsonline.com. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's Start bad. paying for it now. It says the law prohibits the soil of multiple people to be combined without their permission uh, or the soil to be used to grow food for human consumption. Why? That's a Brady tree right there. The yeah, I, I'd be fine with uh, some, some Brady taters. <laughs> Brady taters I'd eat. Just a, we could feed Africa with Brady soil. <laughs> a natural funeral, uh, yeah, the natural funeral said its process has no appreciable carbon emissions, release of toxic fumes, in contrast to uh, cremation. By flame, I don't know that other way, and then uh, take up any real estate as a conventional burial would. Body com- composting is the express lane for a body to rejoin the cycle of life. I couldn't agree more. I go Sounds like Aaron Neville now. should be singing in yeah. the background while this is going on. <laughs> Aaron Neville. <Yeah. laughs> Why? Why Aaron Neville? No, that's Elton John. Oh, <laughs> so- <laughs> I thought that was Aaron Neville. Aaron he's Neville. got one of those songs I don't too. Know much, but I know. I- Love you. Nah, he's got another one I'm thinking of. I'm gonna find that. Who's the one that sang the cotton commercials? Yeah, that was Aaron Neville. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Same thing. The touch, the feet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I could just see him singing the in the background. That guy? <laughs> yeah, that's him. He's thinking the touch and feel of cotton. <laughs> The touch and the feet and love. I'm going to sing Forgot that at your funeral. That. I'm do <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I just, I'm going to miss Brett so much, and he said he wanted this. The touch and the feet and love cotton. John's lost his mind. <laughs> the fabric of bread.
I don't know much. What's he doing? <laughs> I know I love you. Hey, you did Chuck impersonations at Chuck's funeral, That's so true. you can do it at mine. That's a good yeah, point. Good. I'll do some. I'll do some stand up at yours as well. <laughs> yeah, this one says it costs uh, seventy nine hundred dollars for uh, that. Uh, yeah, and the typical oh, cremation. The typical cremation is three to five. In Denver, at least. I don't know if that's going to be a universe. But it'll get cheaper as time goes on, like DVDs. You ever a DVD player? Yeah, more people $1,000 and you get it down to 100 bucks. Now you don't even get them anymore. How about going by a composting house where they're doing it? Well, it's no different than driving by a bone orchard. I know, but it would be, well, it might be. How? I always find it. It's a greenhouse. I find it creepy how normal we all are driving by. The like bone orchards. The bone orchards. They're, they creep me out, not from a spirit and dead body way. It's just like, that is a garbage dump, well organized, of human flesh. There's one it's where weird. Uh, <laughs> you're building a new um, cluster of homes yeah. right next to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's the, the, a beautiful section of town in Lower Arcadia where the, the Greenbelt goes Yeah, by. right up 40, 48th Street. Yeah. That massive funeral home and, uh, and uh, cemetery. And they got the thing in the middle for the... It's gigantic. That's the one I accidentally got into one of those things and discovered that they stack them when they're buried together. I thought they were side-by-sides. So they're on top of each other. Came close to buying a house right but they're there. Be- it's great. It's a great neighborhood. And it's quiet. Wish I would have. Neighbors don't make a peep. Now you've seen Poltergeist. Yeah, exactly. But then you go, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't believe in any of that, but I ain't taking any chances no. in case I'm wrong. I'll live by that. And the Cubs, Ho-Hokum, uh, the A's now over there in Mesa, that big... Cemetery that's across the street was designed for Cub fans who were waiting for them to win a World Series just to walk over every spring and just drop dead because they were all Cubby Field. aging. And that was the next step. But go to Hohokam and then go die across the street where Waylon Jennings is buried. But it's, yeah, it's just a strange thing. And now I've got Aaron Neville in my head, and that's your fault. <laughs> Need a shot of liquor? Just swing by Waylon's place. Yeah, it's There's always Waylon, a couple of bottles. Of, uh, I just, I always find it weird because it's, it's so much real estate. And a, that the real estate those bodies are taking up on 48th Street and Thomas is not cheap. Gold. That's good stuff, man. They'll be gone soon. You think? Oh, yeah. They'll dig that up. Oh, There's yeah, also money. one on Lincoln. It's a Baha'i faith. They have kind of taken over like what I think used to be sort of a Native American burial ground because there's some... I've wandered around in that one. I had a flat tire once on my bicycle, and I was uh, walking back on Lincoln, and uh, I saw it and I'm like I haven't been in the, it's open it's a fence it's a you know chain yeah. fence and I walked in there tons of Baha'i faith people like right up front they got crazy names and Baha'i faith on their stuff and, and then you go into the back and it's like this person died in 1880 like there's some burials back there 150 years old and you're like man that's a long time ago and then the you know the I don't know Paris Valley kind of got involved and then Baha'i faith and I don't know how that happened and they buried a bunch of different people in front so right but that one's packed full I don't think there's room for more folks unless you start stacking there. And there's a, a there is a new spot. one in um, in Gilbert where uh, Mikey Casanova was laid to rest. Yeah, and I had no idea in I mean, the this ground. Is brand new, yeah, yeah. I don't get that. It's beautiful grounds, and it's the same thing. It's like this is yeah. prime. Isn't it sort of arrogant to think that anybody's going to care seventy or eighty years from now that you're there? They're going to want to dig you up and use the land. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. I see the guy buried in 1880, and I'm like, no one visits this other than to say, geez, that's an old body. There are no more family members that can connect to this thing, so let's get it out of there. Recycle out. Rotate. I don't get being buried for – unless you find an old burial thing. from. And, but that only they still build east. around them. I remember when, you know, years ago in Scotland – 
Oh, they'll build sixteen hundred, right and you know you'd see the uh, the pirate gravestone, the skull and crossbones on there, and they're building all around it. My uh, dad's company built uh, they built stadiums. The company he worked with, and they built the Superdome way back in the day. And my dad's uh, co-worker was a guy named Jimmy Richards. Jimmy came from DK to Georgia. He would tell you the story that you wouldn't believe. We were building that Superdome. I'm, I'm 11. We built that Superdome, you know. Uh, legally, we're supposed to tell you everything we dug up. We did not do that. I'm like, really? We found a treasure chest. Like, anything in it? Nope, nothing in it. He goes, then we found about, uh, I don't know, 17, 18 dead bodies. <laughs> like, are you supposed to oh, tell? That would delay construction, boy. Not an idiot. I'm on a deadline. And, you know, they're supposed to, like, you find a... Just threw it in the dump truck and just because move that dirt out of there. if huh? you say we found a bone... Shut down. They shut you down, and then they have archaeologists showing up, and, and so he's like, well, they found a treasure chest. We found a treasure chest. We thought we was all leaving that day, because they built it, you know, it's in a swamp. Yeah. So the Superdome construction, we put that foundation up as fast as we could get it up. Like, oh, we could not wait to get those people off our back. It was all all over as we was excavating. So you got to wait for Indiana Jones and his crew to show up to, when the, to check it out. When, oh, yeah. sure, when oh. the 101 was being built, I was in college, and it was right there at Price and Southern they had a find. And all they found was like an Indian pot chunk. And I was in an archaeology class, like archaeology 101. I was like 19. And the teacher went bananas. And within a week, we're out there. And there was like 40 archaeologists dusting, and the whole freeway had, yep. they had to move it up. So all they did was build the like the overpass and then let us dig. And this thing, this site was massive. They found a couple bones, some teeth, like a coyote. They, they didn't even find anything of note. And then they just give it to the herd museum to bore sixth graders, and that's it. That's all that is. But a T-Rex? Oh, you find a T-Rex. We're yeah. on it. Yeah. That makes sense. But they weren't finding a T-Rex in New Orleans, 1968. We was digging around and we found a dead body. One of my employees came by. He said, we got this uh, dead body. I'm like, how old does that look? He said, we found a funeral grave or a cemetery grave. We got to get that. We got it out. We got it out of there. We just got it out of there. I'm like, what'd you do with it, Jimmy? And my dad's laughing. We just got it out of there. I don't know where that went, but we just got it out of there. <laughs> Jimmy, that's, and he was a drinker, Jimmy Richards. His eyes were that weird. He looked like uh, Buford T. Justin. He looked oh, exactly really? like uh, him, except for his eyes were bugging out of his head. Bright red. Martha, Martha, give me another drink. Get yourself, you son bitch. <laughs> ah, she never gets me anything I need. Women need to just shut the f*** up, I think. <laughs> anyway, we got them bodies out of there. So you don't know how many construction sites have dug into that, and probably some French soldiers or whatever buried right there at the bay where they built that, and uh, they dug them up and threw them away. Because that's essentially all we are, is... You know, heaps of crap. A hundred years from now, nobody's going to know. Who the hell is Brady, D. Brady Bogan? Like, oh, uh, no one knows. Dig him up. Let's put a golf course here. But I don't know why we don't put golf courses. Like, that was George Carlin's old idea. Stop with the headstones. Let's make cemeteries golf courses. It's a great plots of land. You can actually use them. Grass is always green. Grass is perfect. You can put little markers on there. They become yeah. obstacles. So it turns into like miniature golf or yeah, what? You got to putt around uh, it could be the Betty. It could be the T markers. <laughs> That's right. On some at least eighteen holes. Look, and it's a one-stop shop for most golfers. Like let's let's face it, there are a lot of people out there on that golf course. The last thing they're going to do is golf, and then they're going to get into the ground. So you just have an opening at the end. I'm all for that. Um, I didn't know you could do that. I think composting bodies is that's uh, the most Greta Thunberg I can be. This is the big red radio. But I think that would be the type of guy I end up with. 
I think of Chad every once in a while when I'm brushing my teeth and I go, Ugh! I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd be one of those. <laughs> be one of those gays that has to fight it. I'd have to fight the whole time. It'd be a struggle. But as a virtuous homosexual, I have yet to try it. I don't know when that special day is going to come or if it ever will. I just know that I'm going to keep listening to the music and drinking weird drinks. That's it. That's all you have to do to be gay in these days. You don't even have to be human. The story I keep reading about that dog is the, it's the craziest thing in the world. The people that gave their dog back to a shelter because it, it well, they were on a walk or something and it humped a male dog. It was playing with the dog, hanging out with the dog, and then it grabbed hold of the male dog and started to hump it. I've got... Uh, Female my, dogs that'll do that. I, Coco does it. We used to then. do that with my dog uh, Brandy, so Weimaraner. She would wander around and my friend Mike Burkhart and I would crawl on all fours in front of her and she'd come charging up and whoever she'd pick would have to we couldn't stop laughing it was so it was that painful weak stomach hurt laugh yeah like we'd get on all fours and close our eyes and the next thing you know you're mounted and you're and you're so weak from laughing you can't <laughs> the get dog's her off just you. heavy enough she was a Weimaraner. she yeah. was like 85 pounds she was a big dog and she would handle your ass and like she's having the time of her life and then she's panting and we, and we can't like we're crying like the tears are hilarious but it was a girl dog and another girl dog, Chili, was this little tiny Lhasa Silky Terrier. She humped everything. Petey would do it. And Petey was a girl. Yep. Humped everything. So this guy's got his dog. It humps another man. I can't have that in my house. Gives it to his shelter because he called it a gay nine. He came up with a thing. And now that's a thing, which is I was worried about that. When I read that story, I'm like, okay, first domino's about to fall that there are gay dogs. And they're going to come up with, like, a protective term of it rather than focus the light where it belongs which is on this f- up family that cared whether or not their dog had gay anything in him he's not going to make you gay but that's how scared they are uh my guess is whoever the patriarch of this family is blows dudes for money in alleys and he doesn't want anyone to know that's why he's so afraid of gay so we're looking at an lgbd community yeah the lgbds yep and they're going to add a letter for, for like a c have they got a c yet or canines, or gay nines would be the other G. Uh, but it's the, the fact is that if your family is that worried about gay, someone in that family is doing horrible stuff to dudes' dicks. Period. That's it. I remember going on my ride along and finding out the horror secrets of the down low community of Phoenix. And let me tell you something it's your husband. It's a load of uh, successful businessmen. When we found that homeless guy behind that McDonald's, and he was holding $40, and uh, my cop buddy was sitting there, and he goes, we've got to get all, he had all this stuff just just laid out on this wall. And he goes, we cannot have you clog up. This is a, a roadway for emergency vehicles just in case. This is a little, it was a little alley kind of thing. He goes, we can't have all, and this dude had four carts and stuff up again. He goes, we got to get everything out of here. And he goes, I'm going to come back here. And when I do... If this isn't cleared out, we're coming to get it ourselves. And I go, who oh, get on, man? He goes, where'd you get the money? I got money. Okay. Just asking, you know, if you got a job or something, I'm looking out for you. Gives him a card, tells him here's an advocate for homeless people, does everything right. Get back in the car, and my cop buddy says, we're going to go back there in 10 minutes, and the dude who gave him that money is going to be there. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, hey, you're going to see something you're not real comfortable with. He said, but this community uh, comes down here. A lot of these guys that are gay with families come down and get blown by homeless guys because nobody would ever believe them and then give them 20, 40 bucks. And it's cheap. Leave. Sure enough. I mean, we left 10, 15 minutes later, came back. There's a dude 
in a $120,000 King's Ranch truck, uh, dressed up, had his business on his shirt, which I've never understood if you're going to get a down-low blowjob that you carry your business on your shirt, but he's coming from work, had the business name on his shirt, embroidered, buttoned up, standing there, and he's got his he's got money in his hand, and that same homeless guy's there. Cop pulls up and he goes, guys, what's going on? He goes, well, I'll come by here and give him money all the time. He's, he's got some money. He's all right. Uh, I'm a... Uh, I'm just trying to help out. And he goes, well, that's great. He said, I'll tell you what. The cop was amazing. I want to give his name, but I don't know if he wants me to tell the stories that he was giving me all this hit. Uh, he gives me the, uh, he gives him the card and says, you can be his advocate and take him down to the shelter and have some uh, people come by and get all of his things. We need him out of the cell. And the guy goes, oh, no, 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 no. Well, I don't want to do any of that. And he goes, well, I thought you wanted to help this guy out. You said you come by here every once in a while help him. And then the homeless guy shouts out his name. Says, hey, he's, Kevin's here all the time, man. We're friends. He's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not, no, no, no. I'll, I'll leave him alone. I'm good. I'm good. Look at him. He's drunk. And he left, and I said, are you kidding? And he goes, I, I, it's like 1230 in the afternoon. He goes, all day, all night. There's a lot of dudes who just leave their business. They say they're going to lunch. They say they're going out. And they pay homeless guys to do all sorts of dirty stuff. Uh, yeah. And the homeless guys do it because it's, you know, 20 bucks or a bottle of booze or whatever they're after. It's really easy, man. And I mean, yeah, I've enjoyed it for right. years. But it is, well, Brady, if that's true, congratulations, <laughs> but don't get caught. Doing whatever I need to do to keep my job. I will tell you this. If Brady did that, as a friend of yours for 25 years, I can tell you, I would hear the news and there probably would be 8 to 12 months of pure laughter. I would never stop laughing at the idea that you were getting blowjobs from homeless guys. On the side. I, what? I would be on the air the next day, and it would just be a jack-in-the-box. I would be... <laughs> Did you... I can't! I can't! I would laugh I'm so the sorry. whole time. I wouldn't feel bad for you. I know you'd be cr- crying and trying to... T- I, my life is ruined. I don't know. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I can't talk to you. Where do I go from here? <laughs> I don't... I can't. Goodbye, Brady. Is there another homeless place? I would be in stitches. And this show's ratings would go... Bonkers, and I'd be on the news every day, going, "I, I, I did look, Troy Hayden. I had no idea he was doing. I don't know anybody knew he was. And if you ever found out, it would be the funniest thing in the world to me. I wouldn't feel sorry for you. I wouldn't feel bad. I wouldn't have uh, anybody show the dude. Anybody in this building has that happen, and they get on the news with it. Oh, I, I'd be. We came close. Uh, years ago in well, the radio biz. Sure, but it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, it was. And hysterics abound because the a dude got caught at a massage parlor. General manager, right? He was the sales yeah. manager. He was the GM. Dude, dude's walking on the back in the days of the newspaper, and he's trying to cover his face up. But he, he because radio uh, executives are often quite egotistical, couldn't get through a day without his monogrammed uh, sleeves on yes. his shirt. So he had his initials on his sleeves. And we all know who it was. And all, that looks like, is that his? It, well, uh, I think the uh, initials it, confirm the it. The M and the W <laughs> let you know. Because, you know, it's got those cool initials that no matter which direction you're looking at them, it always says MW. Upside down, right side up, it's always the same. And I'm like, oh, that's great stuff. And he's hiding his face with his coat. And the MW is all you see on the thing. And you're like, that was a pretty good one. But at least he's getting handies from Asian chicks who came over here for that reason. Homeless guy. That's disgusting. I don't know. Last, oh. The smells, the, the 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 haven't brushed their teeth and God knows how long. The poopy, the living in their own filth. But evidently, that's a real thing. How do we get off on this topic? Is Brady thinking about this? Are we trying to talk know. him into or out of it? I don't no, know. you you started into it.
heavy. Yeah. Well, oh, because of the gay thing. Yeah. That, oh, I was saying that because if the you gay, think the gay if you nines. think you're gay now, you think you got a gay night in the house, and it's so much that it's making you mad. You're probably a little gay, or you're doing you're you're getting blown by homeless. That's the only thing I can think of. It, you, there's no way it wouldn't make you that mad if your dog humped another dog. No, like jokingly, dogs get like because the funny thing, Eddie, who by the way was adopted, uh, the, uh, like the, by one of our listeners, emailed me pictures and everything else. The family looks happy they got their dog. But uh, when I was petting Eddie, and I'm a man, Eddie's a man. We're throwing up the pheromones. He's a 120 pound Saint Bernard mixed mastiff, beast of an animal. But uh, what he really liked was the fact that I had cheese. Like much like Brady, you have a handful of cheese. Eddie gets an erection. Best friends. Yeah. So I mean, that's exactly like when I have sometimes a handful of cheese just to keep Brady's attention away from the television. I notice that he gets aroused by it. Same Brady's as Eddie. Here comes the lipstick. Doesn't make you gay. It makes you gay for cheese. But uh, so I didn't sit and go. I won't have this dog adapted. It's a homosexual dog. It's You're a crazy reaction. Like uh, I'm not going to a gay bar. Yeah, no it'll way. turn you. Yeah. Why? Because you'll, you'll get converted? Yeah, what are you if worried you... about? I'm not going to hang around with twinks. It's funny. Brett and I are going to do a leap on Friday. That is the biggest gay bar in <laughs> Vegas Friday. It'll be 20,000 of them and you and me. Hilarious. And looking around at it, it's going to be even funnier because... Oh, you're gonna wait. you're gonna see me involved in it, the and you're gonna watch. start singing and dancing. I don't know You'll about be that. like, I don't oh, know. No, "You're not gonna be able to help yourself." When <laughs> Levitate comes on, you're dancing. You can't help it. You're a you're a grown human being with ears. Your, your auditory system works. You're gonna be able to. You're dancing, no question. Silk Sonic. Oh yeah, you'll I'm be dancing. That, yeah. You'll be dancing. You got your before. outfit picked out. Well, for Silk Sonic, I'm wearing no, my Evil Knievel clothes. I'm really? bringing my Evil Knievel. No. I'm gonna wear that to do a leap, but just for fun. I'm wearing my full Evil. Perfect. Knievel. It's perfect. Plus, it's leather. It's protective. It's going to be a good one. You're going with me. They like the leather bond. Dressed as Evil Knievel. I'm going to put some big glasses on. I'm going to go to do a dressed as Evil Knievel. I don't even know where I see. you got to get some gradual tint glasses. It's Brad. happening. It's happening. Heavy gold. Oh. Play. Get to Vegas. And when it's over, we're just going to grab a homeless, give him $20. on the time of our life. No. Yeah, but think about that. Think of... Uh, and then, and then uh, my cop buddy hit me with a thing that said... Uh, you know, anybody who visits the same homeless guy multiple times, I have questions. And he said something to that effect. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah. So we get worried about that. And I told, and he tells that guy, you can be his advocate. And the guy leaves. And again, we came back in an hour, and that truck was there again. And he told him, you've got to go. I don't want to see you around here. We've got to get this guy out of here. We got So go. good, bro. I just wanted to make sure he was all right. He's like, all right. And then that dude's still holding 40 bucks in his hand. This dude's just... I gotta get a blowjob from that toothless, stinky person. Hilarious, but that's like a major thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not so bad, really, Brady. When you think about it, you don't have to learn names. I was trying to say, you don't have to buy them dinner. You don't have to do anything. You just have to plug your nose and go in, man. It's like diving Look, in cold I like water. The saving the money part of it. Yeah, the money saving is outstanding with a wife or otherwise. You're not getting these deals at home with the wife. Most of the time you think, oh, yeah, that was a free one. Uh-uh. Because every uh, few few weeks you get a mortgage payment you got to throw out there. You got it ain't free. She's got a roof over her head because of you. He doesn't. How do you, how's he explain it to his wife when she goes down there and it smells like Boone's Farm and cavities? <laughs> well, the, uh, my guess I mean, is <laughs> she's not going down there because they have they haven't arranged they haven't had sex in a couple of years yeah, yeah. like and he's like I'm I love you I'm just grow I'm, up I'm not interested she's not saying grow up he is. He's not interested in her. 
He likes the boys, and that's the other thing. But if you've got a, uh. a dog you think is gay to the point where it scares you to have it in the house, you're probably gay. That's There's just no reason to be that afraid of a dog swinging you the other direction. But they had over, like, I think they said they had over, like, 35,000 nationwide calls or emails about the dog that got dropped off at the shelter. But I'm I'm hoping... This doesn't open some sort of... Because in this day and age, I don't see us being logical about anything. I'm hoping this doesn't open the door where we investigate whether or not dogs are gay. You know it will. If that yeah, dog is... Be a if that is a gay nine, do not bring it to the shelter because it'll be the hit of the shelter. <laughs> we'll be passing it from cage to cage. And that means that then dogs can be bigots <laughs> yeah. and dogs can be racist. And I had a racist dog. I had a Karen Terrier that hated Mexicans. And I had a dog. I honestly had a racist dog uh, from Australia, Sheila, my Aussie shepherd. Uh, she hated beagles. Loved every other dog. And I mean, she could spot a beagle in the car. Down the road. Yeah. And I mean, it was weird. She had a beagle thing. We were walking down the street one day, and just that Sheila was on my side, and Sheila was a soldier. One of the easiest dogs I've ever trained. She did everything right. Just one of those. I took her to the agility train. She was perfect. Walking down the road once on 56th Street, headed up Camelback, the mountain. Walking up the road, and I look over, and there's a beagle. I'm like, how you doing? And Sheila just tears into this. Beagle. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, ah, sorry. She's normally not like this. I get going. She's got her head over her shoulder watching for this beagle. Wasn't any other dog that bothered her. But a year later, a different beagle. On the, we're, we got her in the car. Head's a little bit out the window. Beagle stand on the side of the street on Campbell and 40th Street. Thought she was going to break the window of the car to get out and get it. I'm like, she hates beagles. Jeez. She's a beagle racist. Like Snoopy, like out of the question. But she hated beagles. I'm like, our dog is racist. Like, Sheila is a racist towards beagles. I've never seen anything like beagle it. Beagle touched her when she was young. That's what I'm thinking. Like, something happened when she was a puppy with beagles. And she'll never forget. The body never forgets. And evidently with dogs, too. But if we have gay dog movements, or my dog is gay, and you have to respect the gay dog, I just don't. I'm not. If there's a rainbow flag with a bone on it, which would be more appropriate, I think. <laughs> Attacked by two dogs oh. wearing a right. MAGA scarf. Put a noose around your <laughs> neck. <and laughs> dog lives matter and all. I'm not interested in any more movements. Can we just slow it down a little bit? Because now there's going to be people who say, my dog's gay and I'm proud. My dog Gordon humps my dog Jack's head. It has to be stopped pretty much every day. They're both boys. Gordon's little and Jack is big. And he grabs him by the skull and just, when we're not paying attention, just pounds the life out of Jack's head. And Jack doesn't care. One of the two of them is gay. The one who isn't fighting back or the one who's doing it. Or they're both gay. But it's, A, it's funny because if Michael and Troy were at the house and one just started humping the other's head, I'd laugh. Again, I'd be laughing more than I'd be like, you guys have to stop that. We're eating. But during dinner, and they just, they're just dogs. But I have You a, can blame it on Michael and Troy. They're watching that good you guys way since, too much. Hey, look, ever since they moved in, Gordon's been freer with humping Jack. That's yeah, he was true. in the closet for a long time. Yeah, right? and then he sees how freeing it is to two. You got two incomes from male paychecks, and these guys have it made. Look what they're doing. Look at them over there. They're having parties, and I think I'm one of them. Hey, Jack, hold still. <laughs> Take that right in the eye hole. He humps his face. He does, and it's a riot. But I can't take another movement. I can't take another 
section of society. And if we move it into dogs, you know, because that was the argument that crazy people had. We let gays get married. What's next? Animals? I'm like, that is not a logical next step, you weird Bible-toting freak. What's wrong with you? Ooh, I mean, if love is love. I'm like, what are you What are you trying to convince me of here? Well, I mean, if you love a, a, a dog, why can't you just marry a dog? Because it's not a consenting human. I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah, you don't have an argument back. I'm like, all right. And then I started to worry that, you know, people were losing their minds. And then that argument gained traction. People started to make that, like, television argument. It's crazy. You let two men get married. What's next? But the What's Next crew's got something. Because What's Next is unknown now. So being afraid of crazy is not such a bad thought. Anyway, your dog's gay. Embrace it. I never thought twink dogs would be a a topic. Uh, No. I never thought it would be something we have to go, all right, we've got a movement for this twink dog because I want a twink dog. There's nothing funnier than a dog humping stuff it's not supposed to hump. Like, because they don't wait for you to not look. They show, look, 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 daddy. Ah, I'm banging Jack's face. Enjoy your meal. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm eating dinner. Gordon, stop. But you want a a butch or a bowl or do you want very flaming, like, you know, oh. points. So there's certain breeds that would, uh, you know, if you could have your gay dog, what breed, you know, would you want an Afghan? That's just. Well, dogs for gays and gay dogs are different. What I would like is a, a Doberman that's got a real whoa, 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 whoa. penchant What's for beeholes. I like, yeah, I like a, I like a gay Doberman. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, see, no, see, this is what we're talking about. Brett, what are you afraid a of? A bear. A gay bear Doberman. I don't like want a, no twink Doberman in my house. <laughs> we hit a nerf with Brett. Ain't no, don't no mess around with no gay Doberman. Gordon Mann is in it. Yeah, man. I mean, homo. Got a pension for that English bulldog. <laughs> and we changed the name of him to Dober Homo because man and homo mean the same thing. He's my Dober Homo. And I would love that. Like, he's butch, he's kind of mean, he roughs up a couple poodles on his way in. He's kind of the badass. So you don't want him in the Elton John concert gear or anything I like want that. him to mm-hmm. like Elton John a lot. Okay. And I want that to surprise people while he's drinking a Mick Ultra. That's what I want. He's got <laughs> a Mick Ultra. Claw. He's still drinking a White Claw or a beer. I'm like, hmm, maybe. He's got that Mick Ultra. He's like, you know what I love? <laughs> Adele. <laughs> oh, man, my Dober homo is really gay. He's always in back of the shed for some reason. <laughs> Look at my lipstick every time I talk about it. <laughs> Where are you going back there? I'm just helping somebody. No, don't worry about it. There's a stray back here who needs a couple bucks. <laughs> You're getting blown by a stray. Shut up. Dober homo. It's crazy that we're in this world, but that's going to be a thing. Because rednecks, you started it. Nobody else was thinking it. But if you give a dog back to the shelter because you think it's gay, and I can't believe that's a real news story. Because the people are the it problem. It made it, man. It, it went did. viral. Oh, it went viral because it's so ridiculous in this day and age. And I'm wondering, prior to the age of too much information is what we live in now, how often that was happening. This isn't the first time. Cletus and the snowman have dropped off uh, there, gay there's Fred There's definitely the been times where um, people have gotten rid of the dog. They, they can't stop it from humping. And they'll just... There's just no patience whatsoever. They hump a couple See, of people. I can't put up with that behavior. Then they're, they're jumping up. Yeah. My my. Well, well, that's why I we want have this to be a thing. If I could do any crusade, anybody who gives up a dog for behavioral reason that they could correct, uh, and then gets it, they're not allowed to have another dog for like three years. It'd you be have great. to go It'd on a great. list. If you give up your dog because it got old, 
and you give it to a shelter, so I'm just not dealing with it. It's old. You can't have another dog ever. Like I want. I wish I, I, I know that's like you know pure spec uh, dream world that I would live in. But I would love because I've seen it at shelter. I just dropped him off because the dog got old and they wanted a puppy. That happens all the time. And it's like you take it in, you take it until it's done. You don't leave it for somebody else's issues or people who. I, there's this one guy on uh, our emails and Facebook and stuff that's like, I can't afford my dog's vet bills, and I need help. And if I can't get help, I have to give him back to the shelter. And then this particular case ended up giving it back to the shelter. Two weeks later, here's my new puppy. And I'm like, this one costs too much. I want a dog, but I don't want any of the responsibility that goes with it. I would love a list. And I know that that applies to kids, too. But we'll never get that because then you have to have government intervention. But I'd love to get a list together saying, what happened to your last dog? Oh, I gave him up because he was old. You're out. You're out. If you ever give a dog to it. But the problem with it would be those people would just abandon their dogs in the streets if yep. they ever got on a list. So it, 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 people are awful. That's, the bottom line is most people are horrific human beings. Social hashtag action ride shop. And finally, in uh, all the recap of our week off, as I had my uh, car taken care of, uh, I was offered a loaner. And there were three Dodge Caravans and a Dodge Challenger. <laughs> and a guy goes, which one do you want? And I'm like, the red Challenger, of course. It's the, the Hemi bump up. It's right. got the 540-something horsepower. It's not the 700. That's plenty. Oh, it's more than enough. That's a loner? So that was that a loner. The guy goes, well, at least you're going to have some fun when you get your oil This is available. Like, Goddamn right. I'm going to have some fun when I get my oil change. I'm going to keep picking these cars up for a couple days. <laughs> so I, uh, Hey, um, your car's been done for a while. That car, that Dodge is so loud. This one might have been the 700 horsepower because I couldn't not. Uh, 700? First they off, make a car that has 700 horsepower. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It, it, first off, you touch the gas, you're going to peel out. If you're no good at driving. And I'm no good at driving that car. I so, thought they had computers that made it so you can't nope, peel out not, anymore. My foot's too big. <laughs> I, uh, every light, you can't help but be a dick in oh, this car. Man. Like, it's bright red. It's just <laughs> at every light. And then you try to just edge in. Potato, potato, And you're fishtailing through every intersection. So I took it over to my friend Mark's house. And I'm like, you got to come outside. And you'll know when I get there. And he goes, all right. So I go to the house, and I just put this thing in front of his house, put it in park, and just gunning it. And Mark texts me, because I'll be home in five minutes. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm doing this for no reason. <laughs> so I drive around for a little bit in the neighborhood, and it's so loud. People Setting are off car coming alarm. outside. I'm not kidding. Yeah. If I hit it, I'm like, oh, man, this isn't fun. I got the windows down, and I'm just laughing. So I go around the block once, and uh, I go down his road. It's a, a straight, long road. 29 miles an hour sounds like a dragster. Make a left, go back around the block. I see Mark's garage is closing. Pull up into the driveway and just hammer it again. This lady's taking pictures of my license plate. Like she's had it. And I'm sitting there laughing. I'm like, oh, she's got nothing now. She just Westbrook me. She's going to pay for that. Because I'm waiting to go up on the next door app. So I back out of the thing. And... Uh, Mark's laughing because it's like, that's the loudest, stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, it's just a loner. We, whatever we want to do to this. And I hit the gas on that with my foot on the brake and just start smoking. Smoking. Oh, I am throwing. Right. And just 28 miles an hour, as high as I got before I hit the brakes. The lady's screaming. This is a residential neighborhood. I'm like, I'm going 28 miles an hour. It's just a really loud car. Ah! 
photos, photos. So I've been searching all over the neighborhood apps and all that for because I want to get back on there and go, these bastards need to be stopped. They're never going to know it's me. It's not my car. She can search all over the place. Street racing. Yeah, but I'm 28. But then when she did it, I'm like, me being me, I'm like, all right. You think that was bad? Where do you see this thing going 70 down your street? <laughs> Flying up and down the road. Oh, it's the best. Only that uh, car. You know, the only bad thing is, is that you can have it for two days before you start feeling like I'm the world's biggest You're bastard. the guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. It was fire engine red. It's hard to uh, turn down challenges at every stoplight. And everybody tries. So you, you put your turn signal on in that thing. And every Hyundai Elantra wants to try to beat you to the punch. Like, all I want is to be in the... And it also makes you drive better. Because you can go 90, but you don't want to be the guy that goes, look at this asshole. And you just kind of ease into traffic. Nobody uh, with a car that, that, that can get in front of you, they won't let you in. I don't know how people drive those sports cars, those those heavy muscle cars, because nobody's nice to you on the road. And even when you're trying to be nice, you just look like a flaming a-hole. And it's hard it's not hilarious. to go fast when oh, you have an opportunity. And, and, then when, and then you get the attitude like, all right, you don't want to let me in? You just you start moving. You get from 70 to 95, and you do your own thing. It is, it is a set of balls that – Brett likes muscle cars. So you live oh, your life oh, with absolutely. that kind of thing. They, but you never had a flashy – Screaming one. You've always had really nice ones, but never that fire engine red thing. No, I think the Celine was the closest one that I had. Yeah. To, but but that was that was a kind of like a dark blue. Blue, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like almost a black blue. That thing never shouted douchebag. No, no. Until you started it, <laughs> and I like, oh Jesus, that might be a douchebag. But I was dying. Two great days. That was my vacation. The Italian horn on the front hood, though, I thought was yeah. well, you know. And when he'd honk the horn, it was the Italian national anthem. <laughs> the Godfather team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great horn. If they sell it, I'm getting oh it. Oh, my God. Brett, uh, you kind of have to have that now. If you could hear Brett driving down the road, where is it? I just oh, it Brett, it just reminded me. It's just that guy honking at me. <laughs> you might want to get out of the way. Just chucking orange at, at you. That's too good a horn. Back in uh, Columbus, I had an opportunity. I went to the Ohio State basketball game. It was the last game of the season. They're playing Michigan. And I ended up having a couple extra tickets. And I called a buddy of mine um, from Cleveland. And he's like, I'll come down. So Ricky Rogers, his name, he comes down. And he brings a buddy. And Brett, it was like you were at the game <laughs> over the top. This guy, his name was Marco. How many chains? He yeah. had... The tank top, OSU uh, Buckeye tank top shirt with the straight T T-shirt underneath. Nice. A couple of gold chains, Italian horn, and uh, pulls up in the mid-engine Corvette brand new. Oh, <laughs> you got it like that. Gold bracelets, a couple of rings. And he goes, this is my buddy Marco. Hey, nice to meet you. Marco. And then he, he knows the people in the suite next door. Oh, Tells my buddy, I want to introduce you to this guy. He, he's got some business deals he does in Columbus. Nice. <laughs> really nice guy. <laughs> Doesn't even know it. Yeah. The Ohio mob. Well, what? They're, they're around. Cleveland, are you kidding? That's where they hide. Who's looking for Youngstown? you here? Youngstown? Who'd you hang out in this dump for? No one's looking here. We could go to New York, but we decided to take over Youngstown. Brady was sending me pictures of <laughs> Cleveland. Brady's- 
Ugh. Look at this. I'm like, it looks like communist Russia. It's like the worst pictures I've ever seen. Every building the is the same. You could get a Big Mac there. <laughs> That's right. And you probably did. No, anyway. I did. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right, we got lots of fun stuff here. Hang on a second. Let me get the <laughs> right screen. All right. Uh, All right, uh, Ministry on the list, uh, New World Order with everything crazy going on right now. Uh, Sepultura, Soulfly, Thin Lizzy for our big return. Uh, Skid Row. Yeah, I know. Uh, Nothing More, Go to War, Sick of It All, Mudvayne, Slayer, Goth Brooks, uh, Power Trip, Primus, and Aerosmith for our return as well. Back in the saddle. Yeah, (laughs) back in the saddle. (laughs) Stop it, you guys. Stop welcoming us back from one week off. (laughs) We didn't. I, Brett had two funerals, and Brady, yeah, Brady had a pre-funeral, and <laughs> I had cataract. Like, come on, knock it off. Uh, an eye for an eye is pretty solid, considering I only have one now. All right, uh, or you know, whatever. Territory solid. There's some good ones up there today. You pick it, Bert. This uh, is your world. Well, let's go eye for an eye then. Since All right, it's done. Did you get your cataract thing done? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. We'll but I had the same thing. Get a you have one or two. Cat, uh, cataracts developing in both eyes. Both eyes. Yeah. Not me. Just one. You going to get new lenses? I am. Yeah. They're going to nice. They're going to rip mine out and put new ones in. Yeah, sounds He's bionic. Great. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Like why why in the world are we even said, bothering with glasses anymore? He, that's what he said to me. He goes, "You'll never He goes, "You're you're 53. You'll never never have to it have gets, glasses." And it's organic. It like grows and shrinks yep. with your eye. Yep. It's amazing. I want those now for both eyes. Right. They even, show you, they even show you the lens, and they give you that yeah. eye model, and they're, like, pulling around how it works. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he showed me how I'm going to see, and I'm like, oh, my God. No more yeah. phone lights for the menu at restaurants? No, no. The, the days of phone lighting my menus are over. <laughs> That's it. Or holding are a menu getting... within an inch to my face going, <laughs> I don't know what cro- croquettes are. What right. is that? Are you getting the haloing at night, like, when oh, you see horrible. lights? That's horrible. That was me, too. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. Yep. Just my right eye. My left eye. I, I drive around with, like, my hand over my <laughs> no, eye. I got it like, this is good. I got it in both. My left eye's perfect. Right eye just went goofy. Ah. Probably get that Parkinson's next. Hey. Something to look forward goals. to. Yeah. Florida <laughs> have old man goals. I get the organs of a teenager. All I am is a walking donor. Everybody looks at every test I make, man, your organs, your heart, everything's in tip top shape. It's just these bones and these eyeballs of yours. <laughs> we got to get you in a chair. Just yeah. mobile or just, just. If I die in a car the crash, organs. Oh, the organs in this thing. They're going to top bidder. It's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars on the black market. My organs are pristine. The rest of me, I don't know what's going on. I got a lot of metal in my body, and I feel great now. But if I go to another doctor that tells me I'm too young for this, I'm going to punch him square in the face. I know I am. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And then, uh, you know, you got the real good news is we just focused in on all this garbage and Ukraine's exploding. And will we go World War Three on this? Is Toledo going to make it through Thailand? No. No. No way. Somebody emailed said Thailand trip. Julie says uh, there's Russian mafia all over Phuket, Thailand. My sister went there every year. Nothing but bad stories of idiot tourists disappearing one after another. Toledo and his kid are done. Everybody not only... Like, has the story, rooting for it almost, that Toledo gets abducted for his dumb Thailand trip coming up. Everybody knows Alex Griner is going to be in a, in a Thai prison. <laughs> of course he is. And Toledo, vaping, bro. Toledo will miss the one vape cartridge that puts his whole family in peril with the Thailand government. You kidding me? Wild cherry? Hilarious. 
hilarious. And I am like, I find my, and I love Richard. I think he's great, but I am rooting for that, for the stories. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to be able to make it back. We're in jail. Alex did have one in his sock. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. But yeah, and he's very excited about this. But this is one of those, like, those are those trips that world travelers take, like, 10th or 11th on their list. You don't kick off your international travel with Thailand. Like, that's a... Yeah, that's going strong. Yeah, that's like hopping in with... Like, I don't play tennis, but I know Brady's good at it. And I'm like, I just bought a racket. Let's go play. Like, yeah. I think you want to get a couple of... The Bunny Hill. Do the Bunny Hill. Go to Canada. Try Greenland. A lot of those places. Like, you know, even uh, the Virgin Islands. He's done Islands. his international uh, travel a little bit. Uh, Where? Not really international. Oh, uh, Mexico. Rocky Point. <laughs> well, that's international. You've crossed over the uh, border. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the rookie A-League. Of international travel. <laughs> it is and can possibly scare you and get you killed. So you are training a little bit for Thailand. But uh, they cater to American tourists. I can't wait for his trip to Thailand to just go south. I think it's going to be a riot. He's getting in the water. He's he's diving in head first rather than feet first first time. I'm by no means an international traveler. It I've sounds a, like it was all lined up for him, though, pretty good, you know, because you yeah. you're going with someone that's been over there. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fine. But they're also the people that are going over there went there for religious purposes. Did some uh, mission work mission for a couple work. of years. Right. They, so they, they, they're they going to walk around. They get their hookups there. They're like going places with you. They've got the rose-colored glasses. And I'm not going anywhere foreign with somebody who thinks they're going to a better place if they get killed. I don't like that whole religious, uh, this is wonderful and it's part of God's plan. Uh-uh. I don't like God's plan when it includes being in a bamboo cage and like I get lost in a jungle or something like that. I don't like being with religious people because they find the silver lining in the capture or they start to try to, you know, swing them a def- different religious direction. No religious people on my international travels. You see what happens? The only time you hear about that in the news, they catch Ebola or they're getting uh, bows and arrows shot at them for trying to give Bibles to the wrong group of people. No, thanks. We are on that uh, cruise ship, you know, Spain, and then it went to, uh, you go past Gibraltar, then you go to the tip of uh, Africa, Morocco. Yeah. And that was the only time that I'm like, all right, I'm... I'm not going in here. I, oh, and we, you know, the ship support, we go into Morocco, and before you go in there, they tell you, don't uh, just keep along with your group, which yeah. is our family, don't 14 drift. of us. Don't drift. It didn't take long to say, I'm not drifting out there. It was... You just knew. I wouldn't even go. Yeah. It was just intimidating. Jamaica had uh, the beautiful resort covered the the chain link fence that went around it. And they said, do not leave the resort grounds. Like, why? Just don't. Because they knew that the people in the resort probably had some cash. And they're waiting for you right outside of it to do a, a little sightseeing on your own. And anybody that drifts out of the resort doesn't know where they are. They had dug tunnels on the beach to get under the... To sell Jeez. drugs. Like, there were people popping up out of the ground. Hey, come on. Where is that coming from? You look down, there's a dude in the earth, and he's in this little tunnel, and he's got weed and coke and all this other stuff. My uncle comes back, and there's a dude in the ground over there. Some subterranean drug dealer is right outside that fence, and he's under the earth. Like, how about you can get in there with him? I'm like, I'm going to get in a tunnel with a Jamaican with cocaine? No. So, did you get the cocaine, though? I'm going to get a too. I didn't see it. My uncle was telling me. Brett, you would have loved it because the the other thing was the thing that we go see, the first thing, is this gigantic mosque. And uh, when you start wandering around the property, I mean, everything's marble. It's huge. 
And then you go over there, and we go back to the ship, but my sister and three others are like, let's go in town and go find somewhere off the no. grid for lunch. Nope. They they made it back. But then I'm not going back. with your family either. Just Catholics and Christians all mixed up in that thing. You're heading around some mosque. I know somebody's going to yeah. say something stupid. Like you're going to have that high and mighty attitude that your God's better than theirs and their mosque is silly and you piss off the no, wrong person. No, you know better than that. You don't know better than that. Religious people don't know. They think they're protected by God. They can do whatever they want. That's why I don't go anywhere with religious people outside of like dinner. I'm not going in any mosque with somebody. This cat. I don't go. I, I've heard what goes on when Christians try to get into that Mormon temple, and you guys are on the same team for the most part, and they are mouthy. Yeah, it's a competition. I don't do religious travel. You took Mormon missionaries like, oh, I want to take you to this war-torn nation. They're fine. They're good. Uh-uh. You are going to try to sell them Jesus, and you're going to piss the wrong person off, and next thing you know, we're in a cage. I'm not playing that game, but Toledo will be in And I kind of want Toledo to go down that road. We're going with some people who have some religious back. They're very good. I'm like, all right. I don't want to go with anybody that's trying to convert people. I don't like the idea. Of, I don't even like being on a plane with religious people because they, they like the idea that if it crashes, their dreams come true. Screw that. I get to meet Jesus. I'm like, oh, crud. I'm going to miss Vegas is basically what I'm thinking. <laughs> there was a story yesterday. A guy, it was in Russia. He goes down to the... Uh, basically what downtown is to go buy something he's there to buy a harry potter wand from this guy on the russian craigslist basically god and there's protesting going downtown sure in moscow yeah so the guy goes down there to meet the dude to buy his wand five days later coming out of jail he was arrested with the protest he wasn't even part of it we have loads of great places to visit in the united (laughs) states but you got to see the world. You don't start in Thailand. Like my buddy Jim Wilson, he's been everywhere. Thailand was like his 15th trip. You don't start in Thailand, but Toledo will. And he's going to bring that 16-year-old boy who's making jokes about Phuket the whole time with vape in his pocket. And that German shepherd at the airport's going to put the whole family in jail. All Just Phuket. Yeah. <laughs> Phuket, man. Ah, but the German shepherd said you got something in your sock. Dad, I swear. Bruh. Bruh. Why your boy dressed like Wardo? Why he have such big crows on? What are you hiding? Bruh. I'm American, yo. Oh, we'll see about that. Oh, vapor cartridge. I can't wait. I can't wait for Toledo to try to negotiate his kid out, too, and it'll be another 13 months every time he talks. Listen here, cock. We have boy in cage. Not a cock. Oh, we know our reputation when we see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Toledo's Foo trip. cock. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be his nickname. Uh, and yeah, so everybody emailing me about Thailand. I appreciate them all. I hope I hope for the safe return. I'll say it before they even go. I hope for the safe return of the entire Toledo family. But I doubt it. Vacation Brady Report. It takes uh, a long time for your garbage to decompose. Like one to five years for a cigarette butt, 10 to 20 years for a plastic shopping bag, 450 years for a diaper, and Damn. 1 million years for a glass bottle. 400 years? 450 years for a diaper. For a diaper. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> you don't? What? what, what? Why? What, what? At least I'm doing my job to save the environment. That's no right. kids. No kids, no diapers. And I'm not and I would if I had kids where use the diapers like crazy because Oh my god. I'm not using those washable ones. All those cloth no. ones, yeah. Like blowing your nose on a napkin at a restaurant. Cool. That's ruined. 
I apologize to Alex's grandkids, but we destroyed the planet yeah, for good. a while. And, and rightfully so. <laughs> Once they, when did those get invented? Like the 50s? The disposables? Yeah. yeah, I think 50s. So there's only... Maybe even later than that. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think, think I was a cloth. I was a cloth diaper baby. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> there was a service in yeah. town. Drop them off. Did your dad ever... Ch- Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Firefighters in Delton... Wisconsin. He dropped off the diapers at the door. He's a linen <laughs> serviceman there. It's the least I can do. <laughs> he threw, na- he threw napkins. Here's your all. milk. Here's your linens. Bye. 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 See you later, <laughs> Where'd you go? Yeah. Drives away faster every week. Toledo was strapped up with some brownies. That's what you're saying. You're talking <laughs> right, about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some paper towels and seven dollars. So Delton, Wisconsin, responded. Uh, firefighters responded to a fire last Monday after someone came home and found their entire living room engulfed in flames. Turned out the fire was started by a crystal ball. Oh. It had a crystal ball sitting oh. on a table right next to a big window. And when the sun, sun. hit the crystal ball. Take that, Sedona. Heat ray. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, uh, you know, it was a decorative crystal ball, which is too bad because it. It was a real one. They could have actually used it beforehand and seen possibly what would happen if you looked into the crystal ball. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to use it happen. for its good powers, I would have told you to move it. Instead, they're looking at a $250,000 worth of damage. I'm seeing I'm seeing another crystal ball. <laughs> what? It's asking me to move it. <laughs> Please move it. It's hot here. It keeps saying it's hot. Are you hot? I think the crystal ball's hot. No, no, no. The crystal ball's telling me that your future is in crystal balls. Yeah, I don't understand this. I'm not paying you for this. Not sure if you saw this yesterday, but Hasbro had a big announcement. The glowworms with fentanyl? Mr. Potato Head. You're going to like this. Oh, no. Is it gender fluid potatoes? Mm. Oh, for kind of gender gender neutral. Sake, everybody. Come on. (laughs) They're just dropping the... Mr. and Mrs.? No, you can still buy the Mr. and Mrs., but it's no longer called Mr. Potato Head. It's Potato Head. And then if you want to... Get the Mr. Potato Head you can. Really? Because the, the company f- original, yeah. chunk of plastic has social meaning to gender yeah. now? Kids, Which you're switching out like crazy to begin with. But you're saying that it, it's detrimental to a child that may not identify with its own gender that the potato is so secure? Yep. <laughs> Your kid's bananas. Then there is validity to the idea that it is a mental disorder. That you're, you're making the case for the opposition when you say, well, the potato was so secure in its uh, gender that my, made my son feel bad. Well, you're making the case then that your kid has mental disorder, which you're trying to fight against. You're trying to fight the whole thing saying, well, if you, if you don't know your gender, you're not mentally disturbed. There's nothing mentally wrong with you the way we've treated it. It is a legitimate thing. No, you're not. If the potato changed it, then it is a mental disorder. If your kid flipped out because Mr. Potato Head is so, like, he's so positive, he's a man. And I can't have the same kind of security in my life in the potato. Your kid is a potato. There are now 71 different types of potatoes you can uh, order. No, I... Too many. I mean, are there pangender potatoes? Yeah, I don't think they've gone. But that would be, you know, all... They tell you if you have a, you know... It's an a item potato. like that, brand extension is very important. It's a... We, just just kill yourselves. We have lost the plot. Just kill yourselves. We have absolutely... Yep. If we were writers... There'd be an editor that came in and said, guys, what, what's going on? This thing was cooking right along, and you have absolutely lost the plot. What the hell is with the potato genders? 
But the, but, but the point, for them, they kind oh. of saying, look, we're not, you can still buy the Mr. Potato Head and the Mrs. We're just changing the, just the name of, of the product to Potato Head. We're dropping, because it originally came out as Mr. Potato Head. It was a potato that you dressed as a man. Yeah, and then she came afterward. Right. Like most women do, they yeah. came second. <laughs> Took a rib from the potato. <laughs> if they come at all. Right, yeah, she ate an apple, I think is how it worked, <laughs> or a snake told her that being a potato is hard. And this is, the, uh, we have completely lost all logic. All of it. Mr. Potato Head is not detrimental to your child. I can maybe, maybe see your case for Barbie being a little bit weird to little girls. And maybe making her a little more normal. But that's a parent's job to say that. I could see that, but Mr. Potato Head can't affect your kid's gender decision. It can't even be a, a less than 1% factor in what's going on in your kid's head, or your kid is, in fact, crazy. Well, it was because... And so are you. Exactly. That's so bigger, are you. That's the bigger issue. You're right. More so than your the kid. The parents are the ones that won't accept any responsibility in this and are blaming Hasbro for that potato being detrimental Good for them yeah that's great who's on the side of this stuff where's normal america i guess we're also afraid that if we're not woke we get fired yep but the potato should never be if, if anybody loses their job because they disagree with the potato move in hasbro we have, we're over it well they went nuts on the air about the potato having gender and we all know that hey, that can to, be detrimental to a young child struggling had to go away your kid can have also like all sorts of mental disorders getting too close to that potato. You know? Like if a potato becomes oh, yeah, too yeah. real yeah. and you're giving it way too much validity, it's throw it away. Say, okay, we can't play with a potato anymore. Something's wrong with Johnny. He's in my dress again. God. It's the potato's fault, honey. Well, no, maybe he's just got a disorder. Well, we got to buy a gender-neutral potato head. <laughs> what do you dress gender-neutral potato head as? A mercury? What do you put on a gender-neutral potato head? And it's a brilliant way. I mean, it's uh, is an it? extension. Why don't you just... It's the same toy. You choose how to dress it. You buy a Mrs. Potato Head and put him in the Mr. Potato Head's clothes. You've made yeah. some social experiment. And every happen. kid has done half and half. Oh, what? Half girl, Oh, half I thought boy. you meant by hooker standards. That's on the menu. That's usually an extra 30 oh, bucks. Oh, that is? <laughs> From a potato? <laughs> wow. Well, in the future, we've given them so much reality. It's Next, prostitute half hear, and half uh, potato head. So now I got to search for that on Alex's computer. Oh my too. god! <laughs> Next up, real American hero, GI gender fluid. Oh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jeff Brown said, "Well, there goes Mr. T's comeback. Now it's just T. He can't be Mr. T anymore. It makes kids confused. So being secure in your decision making is confusing to someone who isn't." And that is somehow or another something I have to change. Because I'm cisgender, and I know it. Cisgender, and I know it. (laughs) (laughs) That makes someone who's going through a struggle my victim. Is that what I'm to believe? Uh, Wow. You should know that by Uh, three years old. Like, if I'm I'm comfortable with who I am too much around someone who's not, I'm... I'm bullying in some way. Yeah. You should know that at three. If you don't know it by five, we're going to hold you back another year <laughs> in kindergarten. Right. We're going to make you play with potatoes until you dress one gender neutral. We'll figure it out. And I know it's a real problem. I'm just saying we're making things that aren't problems part of it. 
and it becomes bigger than it needs to be. Oh, you're right. You, when you started that story with, oh, you'll love this, you couldn't have nailed it more. <laughs> so no no more toys of of gender. Mm. Like a cowboy. The kids play with cowboys. You know, again, well. it's about the name. I guess, yeah, for some reason. But, it's, were, but you're why would you, idiot. Then if you're not doing that, why would you It's about the name, then we anyway. need to be cow persons. Then, what, then, then you're saying the word mister is toxic. Not the potato head. Not what you dress him as. The word mister. Yeah. So the elimination of That's what yeah. that, of that identifier, is the toxicity of the potato. Look, we don't want it to, you know, Man. piss these kids off. It was a toy, a toy for poor people way back in the day when they'd take potatoes and dress them up. You could only... Real put, potatoes. You could only put the limbs in so many times, then the hole gets too loose and the That's ladies, fall out. what Brady just said, yeah. let that be a lesson. Yep. You stuff too many things in that hole and they get too loose. Nobody <laughs> wants to play with it anymore. <laughs> ladies, your vagina's just like a potato. You gotta head. be gentle with it. <laughs> you keep jamming stuff in there. <laughs> Eventually it's gonna rot and stink. Now that's a real problem, Brady. Your your comparison of potato heads and how not to stab them over and over and make too many holes. Yeah. That's a life lesson. Limited amount of sticks inside the potato, ladies. God, this, this I, I don't have, I don't even understand what's happening. And I'm not that isn't a get off my lawn old man moment. That is just a Who's with me? Is anybody Nobody's on the other side of this thing. No. Not a soul. All I think is like, well, this is a way to get the you know, Mr. Potato Head on the oh. some PR, and now people will people run to get the. Oh yeah, they're going to be people buying last buying the, the woke, the woke and then world. The, new ones. the weirdos that want their neighbors to think that they're the most woke people on the planet will have. Well, we don't get the the toxic Mr. Potato Head. Our child dresses it as a neutral. What does that mean? Uh, Brett and I were just talking. I just mentioned it online. Did you see that lunatic that wants to say math is racist because the answers are absolute? <laughs> And what? she's on mm-hmm. the news, like real nationwide news saying that math is uh, needs to be more objective because it doesn't always apply Let me see if I can find it. to the uh, to inner city people. She goes, sometimes two and two isn't four to some people. <gasps> Get the F out of here. Oh, yeah. But you can't say, well, yes, it she is. Can't. She says you're racist. We need to start saying She brought that up more. the word like it's racist to think that, it, that it's always an absolute. This Looney Tunes. Math is, is racist. And I don't know, and to be honest with you, I, I have to think that that's somewhat manufactured by the news people to have a crazy yes. person on and try to take them seriously yes. to get click, us click, to get us click, yeah, click, and then, that's yeah, clickbait. Tons of click. Because it, it, there's nothing you can say about math that isn't universal. Now, quantum physics, and you start getting into the depths of different numbers, and four has more than just that number, so there's a bunch in between. You start getting into the, the weird stuff that no one knows. I just want to be in the room when one uh, parent comes over, like they set up a play date with their kids. Like, they have an old Mr. Potato. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> we are leaving. We are leaving. <laughs> Jeffrey, grab your high heels. You we are leaving this house. Kid play I with cannot that? believe. Yeah, get your parasol, Jeffrey. We're leaving this house. You find it? Yeah, I just sent it to the oh, so you can it, it, this, it this Wait till you hear this, Brady. Oh, this is going to be an all-day sucker now. Oh, we're not doing any Guadalupe squares. This is all of a sudden Broomhead show. Because <laughs> this this I couldn't believe. I saw this, and then Brett and I watched the whole thing. I, I went off. I went off. The, this is why I think that if they gave me bone cancer, I'd be like, that's cool. I, I have I'm, to I'm believe not. you because, and this isn't a shot at Fox News, because yeah. CNN would do the same thing, but because it's on yeah, Fox but News, watch, look, look, look. I have a feeling. That, that sounds like we may be mischaracterizing it. What? Uh, 
If you can quickly sum it up. No, that's not mischaracterizing it at all. It's math is basically racist under this ideology because it says there is no such thing as an objective reality. So four might not be the right number. Two plus two might actually equal five. Yeah, that's her argument. That because no. it's there's no objective answer, it's all absolutes. She's got a. They're taking some. Like, can you believe they are buying into this? But somehow or another, Fox wants to interview yeah, me. Right, and that's where I. That's where I kind of. That's the that's the Fox line there. The blurb says Gates Foundation bankrolls woke education organization. Yeah. W E O. So they're blaming this on Bill Gates somehow. Well, it got past the go the person reviewing all the money donations. This seems like a good foundation here. Yeah, Yeah, the woke education failure. Yeah, they just didn't realize that they were going to say that because absolute answers exist in math. That's not going to be fair to to anybody outside of. Whites and Asians? I don't know who's... I'm terrible at math. I would love for 2 plus 2 to equal something else sometimes because I don't always get it right. I should be the one arguing for math to have multiple answers because I'm an idiot. Oh, Brady. Goddamn Mr. Potato Head. He'll always be a man. You know what I'm going to start making? Little plastic dicks and sell them aftermarket potato head dicks. Make your potato a man again. So apparently she's, she's taken some heat online. I don't know what this says, but apparently it's her explaining something. Thank you to so many of you who defended me today, who sent me amazing messages. It really did mean a lot. Listen, this was like not the most fun thing I've ever been through. And um, I I just appreciate your support more than I can tell. Now, like I, I always push back on people who do me dirty because I believe that you have to stand up for yourself and you have to show people how to treat you. I think that if you don't push back on people who are doing you wrong, then you leave the door open for other people to do the same. But um, I just really want to thank you again for all the support. It's it's made it a oh, lot I can't, easier. Well, I can't listen to her. Because uh, you know why? She's in a really nice hotel room. And let me tell you something, you moron. If the construction crew didn't have objective math, that lamb beam holding that whole building up, ah, two, five, whatever, close enough, put it in there, that whole thing's collapsing on you. So math has to be absolute. Ask anyone who's built anything ever. Then how do we grade on it? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter if you grade yeah, on it. Look at the building across the way. You think the LGE people are sitting there going, close enough with their drawings? Four or five. Yeah, four or five, close enough. We, we get You know, buildings that look like, uh, you know, they'd all be circular. Watch the... Uh Back when they did that documentary, when they were building the building for in the uh, in China, the Olympics, the welding that they had on the frame. Remember that nest, the bird's nest that they made? Uh-uh. It was like fractions of an inch oh, they yeah. had to have yeah. designed on that, and it and or it'll collapse. It. Yes. By the way, doctor- Bank One Ballpark, Chase Field, is the largest span of mobile concrete. The math had to be so precise on that because otherwise some of that stuff will come cra- – it's moving. You don't know the, the tonnage yeah. that those things are moving every time that roof opens in five goddamn minutes. Mm-hmm. You're you don't thankful. know what is over- – It's yeah. absolute. Thank God math is absolute because if it wasn't, you'd be sitting at that ballpark going, well, you know, this building was built on racist math. And good, crumble in on you idiots. Let's put them – let's put everyone who believes that in a brand new stadium built with this new math. And then open the roof and watch it collapse on them and get rid of this so whole roof. I build it like some of my recipes. Why Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bam! Just a peck of ass. That's what I don't want my architect doing. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I don't want Emerald to build it. Bam! A little bit of that. How much was that? I don't know. Pinch. Bam! Do you have a tape measure? Close enough. My fingers and my eyes do all the work. So she's in a fight with another doctor on her Instagram page, and it says, uh, by the way, you're counting cupcakes wrong and clearly eating too many. <laughs> 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 For the win! Game over! <laughs>
finisher. <laughs> oh, Brady, you got me all angry. When I do my taxes. Responding this, to oh, a very, sorry. This guy says, okay, when I do my taxes, can I use that racist math? See how the IRS <laughs> likes it. Fact. Oh, I'm getting angry. Um, a study found that these are the cutest dog breeds in the world. Right. It's based upon <laughs> Why the... do I feel like I'm getting fourth grade news today? <laughs> Here's your morning announcements. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Hello, Rydell. Hi. <laughs> it's based upon the golden ratio. Oh, is that? I've seen that. Don't Google the golden How ratio. It's girls pissing on people. Face, ears, tongue, <laughs> and other features are. Okay. Don't Google golden ratio. Don't Google anything. Golden doodle is as far as you can go. And even According still. to the results, Dalmatians are number one. As the cutest puppies. Cutest dog breeds. But they're deaf. I heard they can be so mean, too. Dumb. Well, I love all dogs. Dalmatians are notoriously stupid. Anyway. Irish water spaniel. Number two, Wire Fox Terrier. Number three, Labrador. Uh, four, Basset Hound. Five. That was the one I did that character for, the deaf Dalmatian. My mom printed bones for Daphne. Because <laughs> that's when I see a Dalmatian. I'm like, hey, everybody, my name's Terry. I can't hear you, man. Well, I'm a Dalmatian, and I'm printed bones to having a deaf in here. What? What? I can't. I'm a barking. Hey, there's somebody at the door. Mom, mom. I think I'm going the doorbell, but because my previous presentation to deafness, I can't tell. These are a little Dalmatian. That's why he works at the fire thing. He never hears the alarms or anything else. He doesn't panic. The whole uh, city <laughs> yeah. burns down. Well, he can Where see and smell go? fire still. He's probably better at it. Maybe that's why. His other senses get stronger. Fire, fire. What is it, boy? Fire, fire. Pyre, pyre. Oh, Jesus, we're firemen. I should probably think about this. Boom, me, boom, don't take your mind to it. Where is it? What? Follow Damn it, Sparky. Just follow him. <laughs> Exquisite? What? What? I don't follow me and fire, boy. But Dalmatians are dumb. Have you ever been They can be them? aggressive. Well, they can be a little rough, but that's because they're deaf. They're frustrated. Almost all of them? A lot of uh, white dogs have a predisposition for deafness. All white dogs. So weird, especially they have a white head. Racist. <laughs> it is a little bit, isn't it? got to bring the race in now, huh? <laughs> All black dogs <laughs> steal bikes. <laughs> no, all white dogs are predisposed to death. That's a weird thing, but it's not, and that doesn't mean they're going to be, but they have the trait that leads them to deafness more often than not. And an all-white dog is almost guaranteed going to have hearing issues. Yellow labs can't drive. I know that. That, that is true. Funny. You find that out the hard way. Solid. <laughs> yeah, that was deep. Solid. Was yeah. it? It wasn't that deep. It was <laughs> It wasn't shallow, but it wasn't deep either. <laughs> There's a new pizza study was just released. Of course. And it's controversial there was. big time. This is a big controversy. In your oh, life. it's huge. Brett, did you hear about this? No, I didn't. John, did you hear about this? Brady, can I send it on your big pizza controversy? All the way from heaven, I've got my eyes on the prize. First, the study uh, used the 50 largest metros in the U.S received uh, weighted scores that boosted them from independent pizzerias, interest in pizza variations, price and affordability, mm-hmm. quantity and quality of the establishments. On the flip, flip side, they docked points for having a lot of big chain places. Okay. So each city that has too many chains and not enough mom and pops, okay. Correct. you dock, gotcha. dock points. In the end, 
the top 15 pizza cities in the U.S. Don't you say Gilbert. Are all eastern half of the country with Detroit and Cleveland being one and two, Columbus third. Oh, this is why you got the news. Detroit has the most independent pizza restaurants per capita. I'm waiting for the controversy. And it ranked number one in pizza passion, which included internet searches for a variety of pizza styles. You're not from Detroit. Nope. Um, the top 15 pizza cities after the one, two, and three of Boston was fourth. But here's the thing. New York didn't even make the top 20. It was number 22. Um, here are the worst cities. Okay. Riverside, California. That is a bad city, pizza or otherwise. New Orleans. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. Huh. Houston. San Antonio. Where are we? Phoenix is number lower. in the top ten. Worst. We got so many chain pizza. We do have a lot of chains. Yeah. yeah, we do have a ton of chains of pizza, and not a ton of mom and pops. But if you do want to know about mom and pop pizza, uh, call Brady. He knows where they're Boss happening. Katie, you should put your top ten on that box, Katie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that would there be interesting. Go. Now, finally, something a reason to go to your stupid Instagram page is Brady's top ten pizza places that aren't chains. Too tough for him to boil it down to ten, John. Ah, easy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, oh, well, he sure would love right, trying. Let's, go. Get, let's get the top three. What do you it's got? A, it's I'll the get. it's the joke that uninteresting guys say. We're trying to have a baby. We're not successful, but sure, it's been fun trying. Like that's Brady with pizza. I would love to try that out. You got to narrow it down to ten. Aha! It's going to be fun trying. Spinato's still up there. Yeah, Spinato's up there. Is Spinato's a chain now? Ooh, what's it called? Oh, a yeah, lot of them. There's, there's like right? like nine. Is there nine? Well, I don't know. But I, I don't know if they're in other cities yet. Okay. I know they've opened up multiple locations here. What's your favorite mom and pop? Oh. Between uh, there's it's between three, oh, Sal's, so Spanados. Oh, Sal's Gilbert Pizza. Yeah, you like that one. So it's all it's in that one. East Valley. Yeah. But but Spanados is Chicago style. Sal's is kind of New is York. Is it Chicago? They're yeah, flat, aren't they? Chicago's the thick square. No, they're, square they're pieces. both ways. Oh, they do. Oh, it oh is. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Like like a lot of people from Chicago don't eat deep dish. They're like, no, that's yeah, like touristy oh, no stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, they're I don't cutting disagree the squares, yeah. like Rosati's. They're cutting the yep. squares gotcha. and everything else. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Pick, we got to pick Five it up. Five locations for Spinato. And yet we've got like the number one local pizza place in the world with Pizzeria Bianco. Everybody goes nuts for that. Place. Right. Eh. Yeah. So odd we felt. Big controversy. Brady said, and he's right. Look at it. Start it all up. Um, there's good news in the foodie world. Snicker, Doodle, Pop Tarts are going to be available in May. Everybody. Again, where <laughs> only Brady's feet. <laughs> Snickerdoodle Pop Tarts. Maybe the is- chick that hates Larry's got the same feet. Seven forty eight in the big city. <laughs> Bet you got a mouthful of that Snickerdoodle Pop Tart, lady. All right, Larry McFeely still hates you, chunks. All right. Hey, guess what, chubby? Larry hates you. <laughs> that shirt's gotta be. Made. We should get a bunch of girl triple XLs that just says Larry hates you. <laughs> <laughs> We're ruining his day. Hasn't even started. He I'm switched sorry. over to John J. Rich right he's now. Listening to, he's listening to he's doing, he's Izzy. doing work from home. He's got Izzy down on I'm done. This morning sickness. I just saw this story this morning. You know, I we have to go to our friend Chris's wedding here. 
coming up in April, right? Yeah. And this is it. This is I'm, I'm making my announcement. This is the last wedding I'm going to on this earth in my life. Really? This is it. Chris Frisky, Chris Strickler's wedding to his beautiful, uh, I like his, his uh, fiance's awesome. Yeah. She's incredibly cool. You're not going to Kirby's wedding? Nope. No. Spent maybe grand total. I probably won't either. 18 and Brady ain't going to be there. Why would I go? I won't even know about it, to be honest with you. By then, I'll be, I've lost touch with Kirby because Brady would be dead for years. Alex's wedding? Nope. I got no business going to that kid's wedding. I've spent maybe a grand total of 30 hours with him. Yeah, I know. 30, 35 hours. If he invited me, I'd send him you a 20. You spent more dollars on him than you have time. <laughs> That's Save the guaranteed paper on the true. invite. Guaranteed true that I have spent more individual single dollars on Alex than I have spent one hour, one hour per dollar with him. Maybe 30 total hours with him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That might be pushing it. And a lot of that was in San Diego when he was like three oh, months old. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was dead. That was, a heavy, of, that was the heaviest dose. That was the most <laughs> Alex I spent. And he was in a, a baby Bjorn. I, we thought he was dead. The kid didn't wake up for two days. I'm like, you're carrying, hey, the thing in your papoose passed away two days ago. <laughs> That sounds like a good problem. No, it was, oh, he was so as a, quiet. As a parent, you're like, I have a great son. Oh, Toledo was in heaven. He's not screaming. He's yeah. not. Oh. It, it looked like Master Blaster. It was just attached to him. It didn't do anything. <laughs> so you're right. That was the most time I've ever spent with him. I don't know that. A wedding? I'm not going to waste a whole Saturday or Sunday or, God forbid, cheap Thursday on your wedding. Now, you have to go to a bunch because you've decided to side hustle Yeah, but weddings. I get paid. Yeah, so that's the I'm only not, way. Yeah, I'm getting paid. I'm there. Not enough money to pay me to go to your wedding. No I'm going to Chris Strickler's you, wedding uh, in uh, April because I like Chris. I owe him one, a wedding. And up until this point, I've always said I will go to one wedding of yours in your life. Brady, I'm done with you. Yeah. Toledo, I don't know that I went to yours, but I went to a reception. Done with you. Yeah, Leslie, you done with you. Oh, man, I wasted it on that. <laughs> yeah, Damn it. That's it. <laughs> I've been to all your stuff. I don't get... I don't get... I, I don't want to go to a second time of you standing there going, You make me a better man. Yeah, I'm going to be with you forever and ever. I'm like, all right. I've seen this movie before with thousands of people. And uh, the last time it didn't work, you're not forever. Mid on? Are you thinking of mid on? The no. five he's invited you <laughs> no. to? I told you the last time his friend told him, he goes, nah, man, I'll just catch the next one. Yeah, I exactly. mean, he literally told him that. Because there's going to be a <laughs> yeah. next one. I don't want to watch you lie to some lady about how it's forever again. Just don't. <laughs> don't do that. You're one wedding. Don't invite the same people to your second wedding. You should be embarrassed by it. Go elope. Your second wedding should not. That's what I, that's what I've decided. If, if it happens, it's gonna be it's gonna be Vegas. We're there. Gone. Yeah. Quick, easy. Tell yeah. your family yep. like, look, I've already thrown thrown you guys one bone yeah. at weddings. You, you wasted your time and money. Weddings. Yeah, we had a. Uh, oh yeah. No. Oh, I, I, Lisa and I had a yeah. tax person that said the only reason, if in a few years you get to a certain bracket, yeah, that's what. It's a really good reason. Yeah, yeah. Although they've yeah. taken a lot of that away. Right. Right. I was gonna say, how close are you now? Not. She said we're about four four years away. Oh wow. Could be retired. By the time you're in the tax, no, 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 not retired. <laughs> and you're gonna lose all your money in Thailand bailing your kid out. That's true. I don't know any of your kids' weddings. Let me just put it out there right now. Sorry, Kirby. Not Kirby doesn't want me at her wedding. Why? If you invited me, your speech? You kidding me? I- I'm Come telling on. you now, just so you don't waste time later. I'm not going to Kirby's wedding. I got no interest in that. Well, again, if I'm alive and I said, "Hey, I want someone to sing." No. Call Ariyoki. No. 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 You're going to hire me to sing at Ariyoki's wedding? Kirby doesn't want me singing at her wedding, and this is where I lose it. Everybody, Benny Mardonis. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. See, something like that. I'll show up for that for like two minutes. Maybe I'll put a tape together. (laughs) 
She's just 16 years old. What's going on here? We miss you, Brady. Leave her alone. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy couldn't be here. They said. No, I, I don't want anything to do with it. And Kirby doesn't want me to. So there's there's a huge reason. I'm now at the age bracket where the dads of kids would invite me. Right. And it's not yours to invite me. I know you're footing the bill, but yeah. the kid the kid having the wedding should be the one saying, these are the people I want there. I've been to. <laughs> Look, if I'm footing the bill, I appreciate you yeah. saying, hey. Uh, uh, no. I went to a wedding 20 years ago where I realized the difference between uh, dad invites and the the people getting married invites. There were 250 people there. These these two were in their mid twenties. They didn't even know this many people to go, and there were a bunch of old people. I'm like, who's this? Oh, he works with my dad. Who's that? Oh, that guy's uh, at the office down the hall from my dad. He does some business. But I'm like, no, these people are here for your wedding. They're here for your dad's party. Like, yeah, and I'm not doing that. That's dumb. So if Kirby invited me, I'd turn her down too. But I do it much more delicately than I'm doing. Don't bother right. me with this. Save the chicken chunk for someone else. But I'll go to Krisky's wedding. I'll do that in April. That's fine. But I saw this, and I'm like, how do you go to this? Or how do you say no to this? This uh, engaged, uh, they're in Michigan. They, they both found out they had cancer within eight days of each other. They got a wedding date plan. They're not sure they're going to make it, so they bumped it up. Now, that's one where the I love you forever, I'll be with you till you die thing's probably going to happen. <laughs> it's only going to last eight you're weeks. Because okay. they only got like an eight-week window. That's a wedding, and I'm like, these if two If you're mean in that it. situation, <laughs> yeah. it's okay to lift your uh, rule. Uh, probably still not going to go. Uh, and I'm not getting them a gift. No. That's just going to Goodwill uh, in 10 weeks. You know, at you. least tell them, I, I'm not going to show up for the ceremony. I'll come to the reception if you yeah. make it. Uh, well, yeah, you guys go to that, and then I'll come to the big... <laughs> What are you, you going to have, like... Uh, liquids. Chemo what, shooters what, yeah. and... <laughs> Let's give them a post-dated yeah, check your, for a present. Insure and milkshake party. I don't know what I'm going to... I'm not going to this. How dare you invite people to your cancer wedding? Double cancer wedding. I understand... I'll a, just send you a case of insure. I've what do you send them? Gifts? Yeah. Were they registered? Like if Brady had terminal something. Well, he does. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> The terminal Brady. We all see it. We're trying to be nice about it, but at this point, come on. Call it what it is. It's got a lot of stress. It's going to explode. That blood pressure's not getting better by itself. <laughs> but if you had that and then you're like, I just found out I've got like six weeks to live and I want to renew my vows or I want to do this. I want to have this big love fest. And I'm going to get this. I'm still not going to go, but I understand. I'm done with that. I, I mean, like, funerals I, from I, I get the rule, but like, if you came Great to me rule. or whatever and said, it's just. I just want you to be there. Where you think I'm witness. doing that? No, no. But if you would say that, like it's yeah. just going to be four people there, no. I'd feel like okay, I'll go. Don't worry about it. Really It'll never it. be a thing. I'm not having a big ceremony for myself. You're allowed one. You know, those people that have had three weddings and they pop a party every time and there's the same people there and like well, you know we watched this guy do the forever same discussions dance. Three, exactly three times. same twelve foot by twelve foot parquet floor same here we go again here we go again this guy's it's you're not going to anything special you're, you're, you're reason- making your friends waste a day that's yeah. it Chris I can't I, I will go to Chris's because he's it's his first one. I owe him a wedding, but this is it. It's my last if wedding. If Megan passes away and you like, I'm having a union, I'm going because that's the first. <laughs> a union. I'll marry yeah. a guy, yeah. but I'm doing it quiet. Okay. Yeah. If Megan goes and then I can be a full gay. Yeah. Uh, sure. Then I'll have my big gay wedding. I consider that a, a first. 
But it's not. It would be my third one. Because, Brady, it's not different than a heterosexual. That's right, because you, your second one, you didn't invite I, anybody to. No. It was just a... No way. Yeah. You guys did that up in Vegas. Yeah. I think we got the text messages, and we that's got about text it. messages a couple weeks later. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe we tell people, maybe yeah, we don't. I think it was for Megan. She was doing little... Yeah. Jumpy, little mailer. The jumpy skin. Put out a mailer. Yeah, that's it's it. like, there you go. Now you can all know. And you can have a little party after to say, hey, if you guys want to come by and get drunk at our house, that's fun. But I'm not going to make you... Go to a wedding. There, nobody likes weddings. They're the worst. John, does the Mayo Clinic have registries <laughs> for Brady? For the couple you were talking. Oh, about. oh, I see. Uh, no, I'm like, he's not there yet. Let's not post him in there yet. You got to meet that special cancerous lady. Hey, they bottles of treatment. No, I mean I feel bad that they've they've been diagnosed with this, but I mean after getting That's engaged on Christmas Day, uh, twenty twenty, Clay and Mariah plan to tie the knot this summer. However. Uh, just after sending the save the dates to their loved ones, I'm thinking it's like Seinfeld. It's something on the envelopes for the invites. Gave them cancer as they licked the envelopes. <laughs> How do they both get it within eight days of each other? The bride and groom to be were both diagnosed with cancer eight days apart. They're, now they're getting married April 9th. So we had a long engagement. We're hoping to get married June 10th of this year. Uh, but now we got to scoot it up. Now, if you can't make it to June, Scooching that wedding up is crazy. Things changed for the both after they got life-altering news in January. Uh, she's only 23. Jeez. Got a phone call. Said I had ovarian cancer. Not a call anybody wants. Eight days later, dude gets a call. He's got it too. Not ovarian. Got uh, <laughs> acute myeloid leukemia. Yeah, uh, you got to get a lot of treatment. Isn't that what so. Caleb has? <laughs> no, he doesn't have that. He's got bird bones. <laughs> That's leukemia. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Doctor Toledo over here? <laughs> yeah, but you get—that's one that you, that's going to be a tough one. But I'm done with weddings. This is it, and I hope Chris appreciates that this is the last one. And you guys should be on the same page. I don't know why you'd want to go to anyone else's wedding at all from here on out. You're doing it just because you can't say no to people who ask you. Well, and we food got, and you know, spread. Well, and he's got not he's a got wedding. Kid and I've got two kids, weddings. So. Not the food. Oh, you'll go to weddings. Your, not a home. Yeah. Go to our kids. Your weddings. own kids' weddings yeah, are yeah. different. That's it. Yeah. You're obligated to that. I'm yeah. talking about. I'm with you with invites. somebody else's. Yeah, you're done. Plus, we're getting to an age where funerals. Anybody I know. Yeah, that's it. Anybody I know should be married right now. Weddings have been, been replaced by funerals. Yeah, weddings have been replaced by funerals. And I prefer I am. Do you really? Oh yeah. One less person. It's even better. The food the food's <laughs> like better. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Do you think the food's better? Oh yeah. Food food's food's better? Food, yeah. Brady's review of food. Yeah. Man, I didn't, I didn't Are they that. really? Is that true? Yeah. I guess Chuck's <laughs> Chuck's was pretty decent. I don't know. Most that of the time food. it's over at a person's house and it's the You prefer that. The, yeah. Chuck, Chuck's was at the better than, again. you know, one of five hundred steaks and chicken that yeah, come out. Well what do they do at funeral foods? I don't know. Most of the time it's you know, you probably there wouldn't like it, but most of the time it is sometimes a potluck. Someone, you know, friends oh. will bring in food or they make it right there. He's talking forever. about our It's Jewish. at a house. He's talking that's about our Jewish friends. They, well, and the Mormons, too. Yeah. Oh, the, Mormon the Mormons got the Mormon potatoes. Oh, yeah. Funeral yeah. potatoes. Oh, ridiculous. I'd go to a Mormon funeral. I'm in for the potatoes. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> going to I'm yeah. going to go to funerals. <laughs> I, I owe everybody a funeral, too. Oh, well, funerals thanks. and weddings, I give you one. That's this. Each person gets one. <laughs> I'll go to yours, and that's right. it. No more. You have another funeral, and I'm out. That's it. It's Weddings after and funeral. funeral. You don't you like get, the funeral. You like the party. Yeah, you, you skip that and just go right to the house. Uh, Brady, do that? No. <laughs> Brady came up. to my uncle's I'm funeral. I'm running late. And, uh, there, there were like 13 people at my uncle's funeral, and Brady met the guy for like 11 minutes and was hammering pinwheels. That's where I learned what pinwheels were. <laughs> 
Yeah, this pinwheel tray. I'm like, what's, what are you talking about? Pinwheels. The sandwiches you cut, they look like pinwheels and stuff. I'm like, I have no idea. I don't even know if this is the food for my uncle's funeral. You're just eating it. It's uh, This might be the next group. <laughs> I'm pounding this. Uh, John, would you go to a divorce party? Uh, Michael's asking that one. Probably. I go to a party. I like parties. I don't. I just don't want to go to a wedding. Okay. Either. Like, if you have a reception and I'm invited to that, maybe I'd pop by that. So you don't want to go to the ceremony. You, you'll go to a reception. But you're pushing then, right? it with divorces, too, because Midas had four. No, yeah. I'd, you know, please, I know. He's had four divorce parties. Divorce party is... Uh, parties are different. Party is just a get-together and a goof. But uh, it's like a wedding. I, I'm, I'm done with them. There, there's bachelor parties. I'm done with them. Done with those. Uh, well, especially at this age. Yeah. Who's getting yeah. married at a bachelor? I want to go to some 50-year-old's bachelor party. Disgusting. I, you the know, strippers at that, it's just, uh, it's just probably some guy there's daughter. Ugh. That's gross. Who cares? It's not my daughter. I, I, know. Well, I, I still don't mind her rubbing up <laughs> against me, but yuck. <laughs> some t- I feel sorry for her having to rub up against Brady's gray ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you sitting there perving on some girl who's getting naked because her meth habit is not yeah. met. Uh, and you and I have to sit there and act like this is normal. It's not. <laughs> Hey, Brady, you want another lap dance from that girl? She was in Kirby's grade. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she went to school. With- hey, you went to Gilbert Christian with Kirby. Your name's Hannah. You're all named Hannah. Do you want to dance or not, Mr. Bogan. Class nah. Yeah, I'll take a dance from you. All right. You still talk to the Rowdy Gooch? <laughs> what? <laughs> the kid's name in his neighborhood. Rowdy Gooch. Forgot about the Gooch. You still talk to Rowdy the Gooch? The legend. I'm married at him. I have a bad back. <laughs> How's that <laughs> How's that going? Did you ever get one of them pit turkeys? I almost got sick from one of those in our hood. Remember him? Brady, you're going to talk the whole time and you're just going to stare at my snotch. Okay, I'll just stare at the hole. Let's head over to the private room. <laughs> The one, Super, the one Super Bowl party we had, he he didn't get a dance. Oh, he got a date. He, he got therapy. He talked he a girl out of it. <laughs> yeah. Never seen, he talked a stripper out of stripping. She yeah. tried to go home with him because she was crying. Why do you do this? Yeah, he got the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. We're at a Super Bowl party. She needed saving. She didn't need anything but a heroin needle. <laughs> oh, this girl was in trouble. And Brady had her sitting on his lap in her bikini. And when Brady goes, well, that's it. Can you can you take me with you? I'm like, what <laughs> did you do? I don't know why away. she's doing this. She's a believer in the Lord Jesus. She's here for all the wrong reasons. Did you just make a stripper quit? Idiot. She was kind of hot. She was like one of the good ones. She doesn't need to do this. You don't need to do this anymore. You should try telemarketing or something. What's wrong with you? He got her out of it. Yeah. I look over. I see just mascara running down this girl's face. What did he tell you? Did he touch you? No, he told me I shouldn't do this anymore. I'm better than this. Of course you're better than this. You're a human being. But I saw her two years after that, and she was the number 500 uh, bestseller of Shree. (laughs) She's a Shree salesman? Just by Pratt's kids? (laughs) Anywho, don't take Brady to a strip club. He talks him out of it. This one's got a future outside of this. I don't like what you're doing. Listen, it's not going to rain here, okay? (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. That poor girl tried to get in Brady's car. Just take me somewhere. You got it. <laughs> a shelter. <laughs> You're going to a shelter. God. <laughs> Things Not- I missed on overnight. Oh, it was crazy. Your labia showing. I thought you were there. <laughs> no, reason. I wasn't there. I wouldn't have no. that one. No. And I wish I was. <laughs> 
looking over at this. Like, Brady's really making waves with that uh, stripper over there. Doing great, sitting on his lap all night long. Been there the whole half. Talking, talking to him the whole half of Patriots, Eagles. I'll Cheyenne never forget and I it. Hit it off. Looked over and I just see this girl crying her eyes out. Brady's just there, 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 doll. All things will work. Braided out. her hair. <laughs> you guys were besties at a slumber party. <laughs> it was terrifying. Anyway, no more weddings. But if you've got double cancer, that's a tough turn down. But I would tell you that your priorities are different. Like, why don't you guys go get therapy and then try to make forever a little longer than the next two months? And the reason I think, because I'm a cynic, that they want to boost it up is because they got all this treatment and they won't look good in the pictures. Yeah. So they're bo- they're moving it to April because she'll still look hot in the dress. You don't want double uh, bald heads? Yeah, yeah. Like she's still got her or hair. they all got the uh, yeah. bandanas <laughs> on. Yeah, oh, and it looks like a cancer wedding and the last thing you want, yeah. if you make it, because they're going to have another one if they survive, like a healthy one where they're There's hairy. So many and good filters now. You can. It's a good point. Filter up. You can filter out the cancer. Don't worry about the photos. Filter out the cancer yeah. for the wedding. But they're just moving it up for the pictures. It's very vain, to be honest. It's selfish. Sorry, everybody that was coming out in June. We're going to move it to April. So, what's your name? Still has her hair. It's terrifying. I don't know what I'd do if I had a friend said, "Hey, we both have cancer. We're not going to make it." We want to get married. Would you come? Ooh, a wedding. A um, sad it's a wedding. game day. Yeah, but I mean, how long is he going to be pissed off for? That's a good point. You going to make that far? <laughs> You're wow, right. That is yeah. fabulous. <laughs> Brett's right. Me saying no is like a 13-week problem. Yeah, what's the problem? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to go. You're a dick. Yeah. Okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> See you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Brett. Online at momoneypawn.com. I'm looking for rap music because the subject of my next email says, uh, play my rap music. I need a theme song. I love this Russell guy. I can't wait to meet him. I don't have I got one. a great instrumental. You got some good stuff? I don't yeah, have old any school. Let's see. I think I should give him maybe a... This is from Russell, our black listener. I'm just going to go with classical. Hey, man. I get my beeper ready. It's Russell, the black listener. Or it says, I'm going to read this as he wrote it. It's Russell, a black listener. No, the black listener, mother f- you talked about wishing wells earlier. I saw something at a wishing well once almost got me killed. A dude in one of those Steven Starman wheelchairs. <laughs> you know what I mean. He was the dude who looked like the jack-in-the-box drive through started driving around. Anyway, he's next to a wishing well, and his computer said out loud, and I you not, cure me. <laughs> and his handler tossed in a penny, and while they or a nickel, and while they threw it in, the handler said, no, Terry, just think it. And like a minute later, his computer said, I did. So me and my friends were dying, doing all sorts of N-wordy stuff around him all day, trying to make his computer call me the N-word. I blew menthol at it. I talked about gangs and melons. <laughs> he didn't say anything. I went back to that fountain and I got his nickel, too. Wish denied, crippled cracker. <laughs> Love you, Johnny. Russell. Russell, you are allowed to email every day if you'd like. He stole the nickel out of the wishing well for Steven Starman. I don't know if I believe in Russell anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? You think he might be a white guy? Yes. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain the idea. That is a black man, Brady. 
There's no question in my mind. And if it's a white guy, well, well, never ever reveal yourself. The Oz secret is safe here. Hilarious, though. Even if it was a white guy, uh, that's hilarious. I don't know what I'd do if I saw that computer screen. If, if I saw a guy, a Stephen Hawking type, next to a wishing well, and money went in the well, I already know what he's what he's wishing for. <laughs> and uh, the fact the computer throws out, cure me. No, no, Terry, you're just supposed to think that. I did. Classic. Well done, Russell. With blowing menthol at it later in the day. Probably and not your best bag for the nickel. Yeah, and then uh, let's, go, let's go steal his wish. <laughs> Look, the phrase crippled cracker is always funny. I don't care <laughs> if you are a crippled cracker. That phrase will make, that will make a crippled cracker laugh. Stephen Hawking would enjoy crippled cracker. That reminds me of that. I, look, I have that same thing when I saw Stephen Hawking type up there in Cholo eating breakfast with the family. Party of 14 at what used to be called the Sweetheart Cafe up in uh, Cholo. And in rolls the Stephen Hawking type with the computer. And those sons of bitches had the nerve to order the best smelling breakfast I've ever been around in my life. And, and uh, the Hawking had a straw that went into some sort of a protein beverage way far away. And the straw was like 40 miles long. Laying down sort of at a 45 degree angle. And 30 minutes into the meal, all you hear is, everything smells so good. <laughs> the only thing that worked on him. I think it was a girl. It was a woman. Yeah. Everything smells so good. Oh, it is. Boy, I tell you what. Tasty, tasty. I'm just glad my brain tells my jaw to chew it. <laughs> it's terrible. And I'm watching it the whole time. I'm watching the computer pick letters and put them in a file. Because she's eyeballing. The eyes are doing it. Couldn't budge. Everything smells so good. <laughs> and Megan's like, don't laugh. But how can I not laugh at that? That was different from the, so the half body. Right? Half Body was at Bob Evans in Toledo, That's Ohio. That's right. Half Body was horrifying. Still a mystery. We didn't laugh at Half Body. We were puzzled where the food was going. Because from the rib and cage how down, much is gone. there was no one there. It was an invisible man from the rib cage. That was a woman also. And she came in and kind of primate crawled from the chair to the Bob Evans chair with her arms. Down on the phone. And then, as <laughs> those you don't know, Bob Evans is basically like Cracker Barrel breakfast. Yeah. And she stood up on her arms to get close to the table. <laughs> they get taller, and then they stuff something under there. <laughs> she kind of laid her rib cage back down on the ground. My friend Steve Toledo was there. Steve and Toledo and I were just staring at this thing like, where does it, where, and ordered like one of the biggest breakfasts I've ever seen. And hammered it. There's a going, guys. <laughs> Not into a sack. There was no visible sack. Strangest thing I've ever seen. They wish for a cure. No, no, Terry. You're making people uncomfortable. I don't care. Throw the goddamn nickel into a fountain. <laughs> Russell, email me every 10 to 20 minutes about your day. Please. <laughs> Please. I blew menthol at it. To try to get it to call him the N-word. I have to meet Russell in 
order to make sure that these are legal emails. We need to confirm. I need a photo, Russell. And if there's a bone in your hair, I'll know it's fake. I'm dying, though. What would you do if you're at a wishing well? A cure. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. This cripple cracker. <laughs> cripple cracker rooting for a cure. Let's follow it. <laughs> He can't get worse. So there I am, eating a watermelon. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He was chasing around talking about melons. Would you please go away? He did it. All right. <laughs> that's all we wanted. Steven Starman. But give me your money. <laughs> now rob it. <laughs> give me this Hewlett Packard screen. That's nice. Those are my voice. He's stealing he's, my he's words. No monitor anymore. He give me that monitor. You need that no more. He took my words. <laughs> Russell, you're my favorite person in 21 years of doing and this. And that show. keyboard too. Hell, you ain't gonna need this. You ain't got no monitor. Please get back all my. He didn't have a keyboard. They don't have keyboards. It's on the screen. There's two screens. Right. Yeah. Minority Report. Anyway, thank you, Russell, for, again, brightening my day in the worst possible way. Russell is bringing the races together through laughter. And if it's a white guy hiding behind a keyboard, you're bringing the races together through laughter. I'm not questioning a word of it. I just like the concept of a guy in a Starman outfit, or a Starman chair, (laughs) tossing a nickel in there. Who's the handler that puts that false hope in his head? Can we make a wish? No, we're not going over there. Could we please go by the fountain and make a wish? We already know what you're going to wish for. Uh, you can't even throw the... I think you have to throw the nickel. Wait to get a handler to throw the nickel for the wish or just bounce it off of me. I'm not bouncing coins off you into a fountain. Then put my hand out like a catapult and smack it and see if it goes in. I always fork here. <laughs> I'm going to take all the orphans over to the mall. All right, kids. Everybody gets a nickel. Shout your wish at the same time. Parents! Toledo, not you. Anyway, thank you, Russell. That one tickled me. Pink. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of people want uh, Russell and uh, the Crippled Cracker as to be a... That's, that's the new morning show over there on KDKB. Oh, I'm going to go listen to that. Russell and the Crippled Cracker. You got anything to say, Crippled Cracker? It's going to take you a second, yo. Good morning, Phoenix. That's right, Cripple Cracker in the house. What's your favorite song, Cripple Cracker? You don't don't play it. I'm on play, Cripple Cracker. Don't do it. Stop me. We're going to take Cripple Cracker out to the wishing well again at noon and see if we can fix this. Who takes someone in a wheelchair to a wishing fountain? That's just me. That's a great song. Great album. We just found out there's a he's a girl now. What? Terrence and Darby's a woman. Shut up. Yeah. Sananda. Sananda Matayaraya. Wow. This is a great song. So we should include Terrence and Darby in the Night of the Singing Dead. This would be a great one to add in. Yeah. Because he's gone. Right? I don't want to hear Sananda singing. I don't want to hear Terrence do it. Great song. But yeah. Evidently he's a woman now. Terrence and Darby is a is a girl. How about that? He went to a wishing well and uh, got a stick chopped off. That's pretty awesome. Probably cost him a couple bucks. Is this him? 
Uh oh. Are you doing something There's else? There's Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Money in the Marching Shake Thanks, the Marcos Beniza Marching Band and Eddie Money. Here we go. How are you going to do this part, man? Yeah, one long drone. <laughs> Oh, please, with the marching band. <laughs> Get five or six talented kids every year an audition for a five-man band to play live music like a, like at a... Or a DJ well, at a actually, high school. They actually do that. They have regionals and, and Look, all that. I know you're going to hate hearing it. Eliminate no, 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 the marching band. I don't hate hearing it. I don't hate hearing it. Bring I, me DJs. At, at, at anything. I'm watching all this college basketball. If I hear... Sloopy or Don't Stop Believing or Shaking or Louie 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 or Wishing Well. Chris made two of the best of bands, basically. Great. Of of the state. So those are the ones (laughs) you want to go. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to not see that. (laughs) They're playing Wishing Well. It is the best song of all time, and it gives some of us hope. It's like I was saying, I can't understand why they don't play any more current songs. I mean, most of those songs weren't even around when the they, when their parents were born. Right. It doesn't make and, any sense. And why. I'm playing Gary Glitter. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that was a pedophile. Hey. <laughs> yep. Let's let the kids do that. They don't play that one anymore. They played it today. Yeah. <laughs> they absolutely played it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I can't tolerate it. Just, marching bands are nails on a chalkboard to me. Go get them, kids. Get your scholarships, but you're done after that. Enough. At least they go heavy into Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire. It has brass in it. It's built in. Hey, Cripple Cracker. <laughs> Please stop blowing that in my face. Oh, yeah, I got him to say it again. Come on, Cece. Your lungs can't go bad. <laughs> you breathing through a box. <laughs> Maybe get a new box. <laughs> oh. Come on, man. You got a filter on that thing? Because I ain't got one on mine. <sighs> Russell, you kill me. I love him. Uh, anyway, uh, we got the hot releases coming up a little bit. Yeah, Terrence Trent Darby's a woman now. That shocked me. I didn't know. And kind of pretty. Yeah. I don't think I've said that about too many 60-year-old women with dicks, but kind of an attractive one. Change. Change for the kids. He's got two kids. He's got two kids, yeah. That'll be tough. Tough for the kids. Tough on the kids when dad cuts a stick off. Just say it. was such a smooth song. I accept it. Smooth. Yeah. Dad was the smoothest dude in all of like. And remember he said, I'm the next, uh, he was going to be the next James Brown. He was God. And he went off talking about, and people said he was the new Michael Jackson. And then he started, he, Prince, fr- he fronted in excess. Yeah. He was in excess after Michael Hutchins. Uh, Who tried- was? Terrence Trent He was? Yeah. I don't remember that. I, I thought to- he just did that, that game show thing. He did a game show too. Okay. And then, uh, but he was the lead singer oh, of NXS for a blip. In oh, NXS did. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Trying to yeah, find yeah, a new yeah. singer to replace. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That song was incredible. He was great. Everybody just giving him everything. After Michael Hutchins tried to tear his own dick off with his hand, uh, Terrence Trent did it the professional way with doctors. Holmberg's morning sickness. That's a debate <laughs> raging in the room right now on 
whether or not you two idiots could get me to go into Zach Douchebaggin's uh, <laughs> glorious uh, whatever he's got. He's got haunted a haunted museum. Haunted in Vegas. museum. He's got a haunted museum in Las Vegas that uh, it's he, a minimum of forty two bucks a throw. Yeah, right? I don't know what uh, that means. What's the variation? Yeah. 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 Why in the world Purchase are you? Uh, what's the because top top bill was seventy nine bucks. So what's the uh, why you get a uh, well general meal? mission? Your general mission is forty eight dollars. The rest in peace all access uh, pass oh is seventy nine dollars. People, please, you're, you're being fleeced. <laughs> Tell me what the rip gets me. Uh, let's Add it see on. here. Your food and drink, exclusive uh, rip badge and lanyard, a haunted museum T shirt, <laughs> and extended <laughs> access, including off limits areas. Ooh, we gotta go. Let's go. Zach, Just so we know, Zach douchebaggin. Is the, that is the worst human being alive? Because if you, again, I, I I can prove to you there's no ghosts in two seconds. All right, and I've done it a million times. But anybody who believes in ghosts, trash a room in their house, trash it, and come back and tell them you have ghosts. I, I'm just back there. That room is destroyed. They would never once suspect ghosts. If proof uh, point two, if in fact they had a family member go missing. And the police came to them and said, we're pretty sure ghosts took them. They would demand that cop gets fired. They would demand that a new investigation begins. They would All of a sudden, all this ghost talk and how they can get involved in your life. All your stuff's been stolen. And we at the police department are pretty pretty sure, we've exhausted all opportunities, that it was a ghost. No one, this most staunch believer in ghost activity, would not tolerate when they've been personally harmed. That a ghost probably did this. As much as they want to defend ghost activities and that's not how ghosts work. All right, then. What did you see that makes you think it's real? Well, I had this dream. No, that's your brain. That's not sightings. That's not proof. That's it. And if you can prove supernatural anything, go to Sweden and go grab your Nobel Prize because you're the first one to do it since the beginning of man. It's not a thing. If it is, we haven't figured out how. There's been zero ways to know. That ghosts are an actual thing. So please stop giving people like Zach Baggins money. Let him collect all the the dark, weird, maudlin, odd crap that he wants to grab Paul Walker's sunglasses for twelve, fifteen thousand yeah. dollars and then be the good Samaritan that gives them back to the family, which is disturbing in the first place. Or uh, but don't give that dude seventy nine dollars to have you march through his haunted mansion. Because if he's One that close to receipts from the mansion bought those glasses. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I hate watching decent people get fleeced over uh, basically their inability to cope with with uh, with the loss of someone. Because that's usually when people start leaning on ghosts pretty heavily. Is yeah. when something's happened to them where they've lost someone and they don't want to let go. You're looking for signs. You're looking for closure. You're looking for anything looking, you can yeah. to say they're still here, right? They're still here. And and these these charlatans show up in your life and start telling you they can talk to them or communicate with them. If they could do that, they would do it out of the kindness of their heart. They would never charge you. Their their money would come pouring in from the fact that they they had this skill. It's not real. Oops, sorry. It's just not real. Maybe I should call Zach see if he can get a hold of my mom. Yeah, right, and you'll get it. And he'll. We did that with Eric's mom. That lady that came by and said yeah. she could talk to him. And he was desperate to ask her questions that led to believe that she's still talking to him. And he led the lady down a path, and he didn't even know it. I, I, after he really? was pretty real, I'm like, listen to the tape. You're telling her what to say next. And he didn't even know he was doing it. It's so, I, I, And it isn't me being down on the idea. It's me saying, don't give these idiots money. They can't do it. Nobody can do it. No one can do it. And when they can 
and the evidence is just overwhelming that they are actually doing it, then I'll believe. But they're not, and they're stealing money from it. They're no different than psychics or those weird, uh, you know, st- predictors of the future with their magic cards. They're their parlor tricks they're pulling on you. That Zach Baggins is the worst of it. He is the worst of it. Seventy-nine bucks a pull Who's to walk the through a museum that had the in show Vegas for a while. Oh. John Edwards, Edwards, the world's yeah. biggest dickhead ever. He was horrible, and he got exposed. And where is he now? Gone. Miss Cleo did all right for a while. She also Gone. didn't see the the uh, entire Psychic Network folding. <laughs> That's how psychic <laughs> she was. She couldn't see that her company was about to go out of business. Oh, I can't stand that stuff, man. This one says, dude, you're seriously dissing on Zach from Ghost Adventures? I've had ghost encounters myself and have a poltergeist that tries to hurt me. It's not a joke. If you don't believe, that's your prerogative. But it's a bit rude to talk crap about someone just because you don't believe in what they believe to be true. All right. Her name's Chelsea. Chelsea, explain to me how a ghost has tried to hurt you. And then explain to me why you're the only person on the planet ever who's been harmed by a ghost. You know how many crimes have been committed by ghosts in the history of man? Zero. It's a, it's a statistic you can look up. It's zero. They've never hurt anyone. If they were hurting people, yeah. why are you so special? Why are you the one being chosen to be hurt? And prove it to me. You have a poltergeist that's trying to hurt you? I think you have a psychiatrist that's doing a bad job. I think that's what's hurting you right now is your pills aren't working. Well, Vigo is doing a good job of destroying New York, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now there, that's the closest we've come to evidence. And then I'm like, oh, it turns out that was a uh, Landis did it. <laughs> I didn't realize the director was I was a key was master for two years. <laughs> right. But that was in college. That was yeah. a college to keep people from drinking and driving. I, and Chelsea, or was her name Chelsea? Chelsea, I don't want to make you feel bad for believing what you believe. Just don't give anybody money for it. That's all I'm asking. Don't perpetuate the charlatans by hand and cash. Guys, yeah, you could um, believe all you want. Actually, you'd still have to come up with some money eventually. Believe all like you want. Got, you know, the church is supposed to be free, like Catholic Church. But I think they're like, well, nice little donation. Look, we'll be- help you out. Believe in anything you want. I struggle to believe you've ever actually been hurt by a ghost. I don't think that's true. I think someone's talked you into this. Look, I'm with you. I'm, don't I'm pay anybody. A for ghost it. moving the candle in the house or in Doesn't the house. Happen. I'm. I'm I agree, but I'm not um, completely out on a, a spiritual thing. But Me neither. Can I, can I prove it? I can't. Me neither. But I don't there's think there's been some weird things that have happened. Not, Nothing like a ghost. They're not here to get us. Yeah. They're not doing any crimes. They're not trashing rooms. They're not moving your stuff. They're not opening and closing doors. They're coincidences yeah. that you can uh, you can apply your ghost belief to. But there's no proof of it. And until there's evidence of it, we could be. I don't know what realm we haven't discovered yet that's floating amongst us that maybe they don't see us and we don't see them. We live in conjunction. And someday we'll have some magic glasses that opens that door. But until that happens, it's not happening. You're not being haunted. You're not that well, just special. Don't pay, yeah, and your biggest thing is don't pay money. Don't give anybody money to convince you that you're so special that the supernatural are now after you. You know what that's called? Paranoid schizophrenia. That is a, the, the ghosts are after me, is a mental disorder. The mind is a dangerous it, thing. It very, and it can convince you of some nutty stuff. Zach Douchebaggins is not someone you ever give cash to. And these two idiots are like, we need to go up to Vegas and get you in that haunted museum. I'm like, I would never give that guy a penny of my money, ever. And then True. you two said you would be pay. hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. It would no, be hilarious. No, I'll get. I'll tell you this, and I've said it, I've said it to you before. I will happily help him meet ghosts. I will give him the key to the ghost kingdom. If he's dying to show me ghosts, I'll show him ghosts immediately with uh, with some gasoline and a match. 
I'll make sure he gets to see his ghosts as soon as he needs to. Like, you like ghosts? Oh, yeah, I'm real close with them. Oh, let's get you in. I think you're a member. Come on, we could do a flashlight ghost tour of his museum. Come on. Yeah. I just don't, I just hate that people pay. 200 bucks. I am so out. <laughs> that's the VIP. Paying. He gives you a magic flashlight. Well, no, yeah. that's, that's a different tour. That's they, that's beyond VIP. That's the uh, uh, that's the ghost light fa- uh, flashlight tour. You get to go through the haunted museum with night. a flashlight, and you get a complimentary uh, flashlight. Isn't uh, it amazing yeah. that Zach Baggins bought a house or a or a warehouse, yeah. and then and then it became haunted. And th- because prior to him owning it, I don't know that it was a haunted museum, was it? They say well, it was. He's, yeah. Oh, and yes. he turned it into oh, a he yes. turned it into a, a public thing because ghosts. What they want to do, as far as I understand, is hang around where lots of people are, like know where they are. Well, I've seen and they just busters. stick around. Sure, if you sure. Gather them up and want you know That's they used right. to put them in the exactly spirit tank. Stop. He's got them in the museum now. Stop the assumption that you're that special, that suddenly the supernatural are going to use you as the conduit to to show the other side. Go to Sweden, get your Nobel Prize immediately. If you've got scars from ghosts, if they're hurting you and leaving marks, fly immediately to Stockholm, talk to the Nobel people and go, look what's happening to me. I got this ghost that's kicking my ass. This Will Smith ghost is slapping me silly. I'm like, nonstop. <laughs> Just one after another. Oh, I'm going slap happy. This ghost. Ah, I've got a ghost. There's a slap for you. Slap, slap, slap. Pazuzu, will you stop by John's house today? Right. Oh, I welcome you, Pazuzu. You are harmless. <laughs> you can do nothing to me, Pazuzu. I, I, you're invited to dinner every day, Pazuzu. All ghosts, come on down. It's an open door. Yeah, you're all welcome. All are welcome. You're all welcome in my house. All ghosts. All day, come on down. I would love to have you over. John Lennon, all of them. Any ghost that wants to pop Gozer. in. Gozer. Oh, Gozer would be a great treat. I might just uh, sit and watch Bridgerton with Gozer. I'm in. Because you know why? They they do zero harm if they Slimer. were real. Slimer, I want you there. <laughs> it, 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 it's just not a thing. Not a thing. Scott Haynes made a good point. He said, you know, you said the thing about people being traumatized. He said, I think people are misunderstanding trauma and drama are different things. I'm like, I think you might be right. I think they may have confused that I'm traumatized by something. It should be I'm dramatized by it. And he's right. It's 100% true. We're all nuts. And then this guy says, and he's, boy, this is the truth. This is a tough one right here. He says, uh, nobody knows what real trauma is anymore. These people have no clue. I've gone through my entire life beating myself up. I have therapists all over me for this because no one will show me their fish. Show me your Make a brand look like a large mound. Show me your fish. You'll be on Ellen today. Pull the camera back up and stretch a mound. I hope I, if ghosts were real, why aren't you killing Clayton, uh, whatever's Anderson, to, to show me your fish guy? Defend all you want. You're oh putting God. money in his pocket, John. Yeah. I'm fine. No, no, we don't have to pay for that. I'm not, I'm not playing it long enough. That it's an actual spin. There's royalties on that. But you know how many people have looked it up? Oh, I think it's one of those things where you actually have to invest in stupid to let people know what stupid sounds like. They're like, look, I spent $3 so you didn't have to. This is what stupid sounds like. You're like, oh, okay, thank you. It's an I love to hear the uh, couple of uh, comments coming in from people that are streaming. And they get it like three days later. 
God damn it, that's the first time I heard that song. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. <laughs> Think how much money Kim Petras made off of oh, us. Oh, big. my God. I hate to even say this, but uh, all right, let's just pause for Brett. Uh, this email comes from Stephen Kuhn. <laughs> Okay, now that's over. Are you telling me paranormal activity movies aren't real? All these shows are fake? It's stupid how people uh, like these shows. It fuels the fire for those people uh, who know it's not real. I laugh so hard when I hear these stories. Again, go to Jerome and check into that haunted hotel. And they give you a big spiel about like, oh, your room is especially haunted. And sometimes the ghosts knock stuff down. You just open the door for me to trash this dump. And then I'm going to go right back down to the hotel manager and go, you guys, something went crazy. That ghost went nuts. The TV's ruined. That stuff flew out the window. It's all right. You're paying for all that. Well, no, no, no. The ghost did it. You told me the ghost was in there. Yeah, they're not real, you jackass. <laughs> You're paying for all this stuff. Nobody actually buys it. No one believes it. No cop would ever come to you with that answer. Ghost stole your mother. Nothing like that would ever happen. You'd fire Jerry Williams, the police chief, went on TV and said, we've exhausted all up your missing child was swiped away by ghosts we don't know what happened they could be it could be anywhere and the parents would be like that's not acceptable it's bad police work no detective ever has could it be brady could it be brett or could it be something from another realm my friend uh, is it my cop friend ben is a detective i guarantee if ben's listening right now i'm like how, how often do you guys go ghosts we can't tell the parents of this missing child that it's ghosts because they don't investigate it. It's not even something they look into. Ghosts I, uh, are never an option in crime, but people seem to think, oh, he's trying to hurt me. I was assaulted by a ghost. No, oh, you weren't. John, eat at Guy Fieri's or go to the Zach Bagans Museum. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm in hell. Uh, Bagans, wow. come on. Yeah, one will just bother me. The other will actually make me physically ill. Because I don't like raisins and mayonnaise in the same salad. If there are any um, ghosts listening right now, why does it always be uh, always has to be something destructive? Why can't you come into the room and it's spotless? Yeah, why? Yeah, where where are the Mexican-made ghosts Change from hundred years ago? Get a whole of, yeah. where, where where are the people who went out there and fixed my sprinklers? I got you know my the, unbelievable. Oh, no, Thank you, Paranormal Activity, for helping me out with some yard work. Where's that? I got to hire Al Smith and his whole crew to come out and uh, and straighten out my dog run because it's got some uh, you know dips in it. I don't want dogs go sad about- up. You'll go- get a whole new crew of believers. Right. I'm willing to perpetuate you guys and promote you all day long. Where's the helper ghost? Why is it always uh, so negative? <laughs> I just either hanging around doing nothing or starting fires or knocking stuff down. Stop knocking things over. And if you can do that, you can write a note that say, "Hey, by the way, I'm a ghost. I live here." If you can knock my lamp over, write me a letter. Why can't we get along? We can, because they're not here. We're getting along swimmingly. Oh, I can't stand the ghost thing. Sheepdogs out there, are you on? ReactDefense.com brings you this entertainment drill. Ben Affleck does not own the insurance company Affleck. I don't even spell this. He's thing, like, never thought that. I'm aware of how much the, how similar they sound. And yes, he's been hearing the jokes for years. He's like, but this is my cross to bear. Thank you, Affleck. I would at least like a discount on insurance. Cause is it spelled the same? No. It's a Fleck and a, F- a- F-L-A-C. It's Affleck. Still, yeah. There's one F, right? And then he's two in his name. Yeah, one and, F in the insurance company. And his company. is E-C-K and theirs is A-C. Yep. Why would anybody think they're the same? Because the, they're idiots. The, the commercial, the Affleck. 
Right, but if you can see with your eyes, right, they're the not spelling's seeing spelling. different. Yeah. He's just, you know, right at the point where, yes, ha ha. That's why I says, took the job in the first place, Brady. When I got the gig, I thought, oh, I'll get to be friends with the CEO, Ben Affleck, which not even said the same way. It didn't work out, did it? Did not really? work out. A bunch of Japanese people drowned in nuclear water and I lost my job. Boy, I can imagine what you have to say about the, uh, the, the nuclear fusion going on in China. I don't want anything to do with that entire region of the planet. I lose money when I talk about them. That's right. That's why I stay away from all Asians. They disgust me. <laughs> this happened in 2007. Uh, I need Jap insurance. <laughs> insurance that they'll never be on my property. Stealing my money for a joke. Sylvester Stallone addressed the question, who would win in a fight? Rocky or Rambo? And he did his response on uh, Instagram. I know the answer to this. He Rambo. Went, he went back and forth. Rambo wins this hands down. He's got no rules. He said, about. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. In a boxing ring, Rambo's going to get killed. But yeah. if those he said, two just fought? If Rocky could land five shots nope. and get it done, that's the only chance he has. Because once it goes to the ground and once you take out... The boxing and it goes to the street. Sure, there's no and way. Self defense training. Uh, he kicked the hell out of Tommy Gunn. So yeah, on the street, <laughs> in the street, in, in the a worst boxing box, match, in the worst Rocky oh, ever, without question. Terrible Rocky, but Rambo would destroy him. Once Rambo he goes for uh, Rocky's eyes and gouges them out, it's yeah. over. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's look. You put him in a ring with rules, and Rambo's going to get killed. The two just fight in a bar. Rambo's going to have his ass. Rambo took out. Full army. Oh, yeah. One-on-one -on -one with Rocky, the heavyweight champ. Come on. Floyd Mayweather went to jail and got scared. Me. It, it surprised me how much Rocky or how much uh, Sylvester Sloan said Rocky has a chance. Well, it's like having his kids fight. You can't. Yeah. Rambo would slaughter Rocky in a fight. It looks like Beetlejuice 2 is happening. Brad Pitt's company, Plan B, is now involved. And... Um, is Alex Baldwin going to be in it? Filming early this summer. Somebody should have took the Plan B pill before <laughs> screen lighting that. I know exactly how to get rid of Beetlejuice. Give me the gun. So far, Keaton's in. Baldwin's in. Say Baldwin's Winona in. Ryder is Good. in. Um, Tim Burton is back directing. Nothing me, about Baldwin. Come on, Baldwin and Gina Davis have to be in. I know they kind of died in the first one, but they can come back. They said they're gunning to get Alex uh, back in right, the... for that. I'll... I'll uh, I'll do Beetlejuice too, but I have to shake the rust off. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Proud of that. We just saw the trailer for, uh, well, it's out on Friday, Coming to America. And Louis Anderson is in it, but he talked about the first one. The only reason he was in it, because they needed a white guy. You know, white fat guy. Yeah. Working a fryer at McDonald's. Yeah. You see that ass back there? That's my white ass. Do you know that story about Louis? No. He was in Mesa one night. And a guy drove by and, uh, or walked by, and Louie pulled over and said, Would you want to get in the car? And started to solicit sex with him. And then wrote him a check for $225,000 to say stop. Because oh. the guy was coming after him. And then the dude went public with the check. Whether the story's true or not, right. the check was real. Man. So I used to always do that impression of Louie. Hey, over there. Hey, John. You see that ass back there? Stick your Johnson in, and I'll give you a quarter of a million dollars. Because <laughs> you'd have to pay me two hundred twenty-five grand to go into Louie's butt. <laughs> You smell that? That's that's the gulag of Louie. 
prisoners in Auschwitz had a better time than what you're doing. You you know, like, you get like a butter? shovel. Scoop the sides down with a shovel. You got a garden hose? Clean it out. I haven't seen it in years. How's it looking back there? Not real good, Lewis. Stains. Orange or brown? A little of both. <laughs> I ate a lot of squash. <laughs> Yuck. Here are some celebrities who waited until marriage for sex. Liars. We Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. That was part of their reality show. Bull on Nick Lachey. Justin Bieber. You don't join a boy band to remain a virgin. Yeah. That is all propaganda so you can get 12-year-olds to stare at your dick and not make it sexualized. Lies. So it was more on Jessica than anything. Jessica was worried Nick wouldn't stick around when she told him she wanted to wait. He was just sticking everything else. <laughs> he could, yeah, because he was fine. Yeah. That's fine. I don't have to have sex with you. I'm doing right. Are you going to stay a virgin, too? Sure. <laughs> oh, you're serious. Oh, yeah, you don't know. I'll do that. Great. You're Your boy, Tim Tebow. Lies. I think he's still a virgin. Yeah. I Kevin Jonas. <laughs> with you women, know, at least. Remember yeah. the Jonas Brothers had that uh, right. purity South- pledge? South Park did a He great was the only one that uh, held out. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. Here's the best. Uh, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. They yeah, right. Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick <laughs> Cannon had kids already. <laughs> <laughs> but for their relationship, they oh, said, let's hold off then, until we're married. Mariah was married. Oh, okay. Right. We're being super liberal with the word virgin. Yeah. Because the other one is uh, Miranda Kerr and Snapchat founder Evan Spiegel. Lies. The choice was based on Evan's traditional beliefs. Miranda already had a kid with Orlando right. Bloom. Okay. So we're saying they decided to abstain from sex before they got married. Yes, on a that's, couple of them. It's not virginity or holding out for anything. That's, A, it's stupid, and B, it's stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you'd never go buy a car without test driving at first. Exactly. you got to find out if right. the interior's any yeah, good. exactly. You can buy a car at, uh, online, but you want to know if the interior's all ripped up. Yeah, you want if it is, hoopy. you're sending it back. Yeah, it looked good from the outside. Yeah. And then I opened it up. And I'm like, God, Whoa. leather was ruined. Somebody's been smoking in here. It's been in an accident or two. <laughs> that might have been the case also with Sierra and um, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. But the one that I didn't uh, know was Tina Fey. She claimed she couldn't give it away until she was married. That's a joke. She's a comedian. Bullshit. She's trying to give it away. Somebody's going to take it. It was awkward. I hate that. I hate when celebrities... South Park did a great episode about how Mickey Mouse made the Jonas Brothers talk about purity rings. <laughs> and then they'd go on stage and go, Want to soak you with my goo baby? <laughs> and they're and they but they're like, All right, we're on, you kids talking about purity. We want all our kids to wear purity rings. And they're on some morning show like Good Morning America. Yeah. They're like, all right, well, we've got a whole crowd here, and I understand you guys got a new feature. Yeah, we shoot foam on the girls in the front row. And the, and the host goes, do you girls want uh, the Jonas Brothers to shoot their hot white foam all over your faces? <laughs> Yay, baby. It is such garbage, and we buy it. None of those Jonas Brothers were virgins. Ugh. Chael Sonnen, UFC superstar, yeah. is in in trouble. He's uh, facing 11 battery charges. From a year ago, he was in Vegas. He and his wife were st- staying at the Four Seasons Hotel. Gets into a, a fight somehow and assaults this one couple. Starts choking the guy, and then the girl jumps on him, pushes her off. He claims uh, he and his wife both had no idea what was happening. They both took Ambien. Oh, they were. And she said she was asleep the whole time. Wife. And then Chael's <laughs> Sleeping through the whole saying, fight? What happened? Okay, remember the guy who chopped his wife up in 1998 yes. in this town and said he was sleepwalking? 
he not only chopped her in bits, he cleaned it up and put her in bags and then came and they were like, oh my God, I, I, I must have been sleepwalking. And that was a defense <laughs> they used. They went with it for a little yeah. bit. They went with that like, uh, like it was real. Hello, Twitter world. I just want to let you know that I struggle also with sleepwalking and uh, and sleeping and doing things. I don't Stay remember. away from that ambulance. Yeah, I got to say, look, if, if OJ can teach you one thing in life, it's to uh, stay off of sleeping pills. Because you don't know. Love make you do crazy things like Will Smith, but sleeping pills make you cut a bitch's head off. <laughs> you can barely get away you with it. You can help with sleep, right, Juice? Well, I can help you sleep for a long, long time. I'm good at I'm good at knocking you down. You know what I'm saying? I'm a bit late to put her down. That's, in fact, what they said. Nicole was having trouble sleeping. I said, I'll go put her down. And I did exactly as I said. And they threw a fit about it. I don't know what happened. You but sleep with gloves and Bruno Mars? Sometimes you sleep with gloves because, you know, I have a problem with uh, uh, my hands. Uh, I'm germaphobic. And uh, I don't like them. <laughs> in the middle of the night, I'd wake up and have my hands in my mouth. And sometimes it was covered in blood and hair. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Oh, like so I started to wear those. It's called OJ's Call Map. Uh, call me up. I'll just bust in your house and call me ass down. That's just how I'm just saying. I'll be there at five. Jesus, he gets excited. <laughs> Evidently, he was sleepwalking. But I love that story in Arizona. It should be a movie. It should be huge. I think it was a lawyer chopped. Do you remember this? Chopped his wife in bits. Right. And outside, I don't, did, had did he tarps get down. Remember it, but I, don't, it? I yeah. can't remember. I think, got, I think there they, was a part they definitely was, reduced. They this. relaxed the thing because, yeah. like, well, the guy was asleep. He did have sleepwalking, and he was. He claimed he was sleepwalking. Well, our own Fitz ordered stuff yeah. on. I don't buy it. Fitz says that to make excuses for why he's got bad purchases in his house. You can send them back. Because kind of his like regular purchases right. are pretty much along the same lines. Yeah, he got a he got a suit of armor. It'll be like me and saying a sword. I think me saying the NASA I, jumpsuit. I ordered my. Uh, well, he was no, awake no, no, for no, that one because that was a flashback. Yeah. 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 But I bought my evil Knievel suit, fully conscious of what I was doing. Uh, it would it Fitz would have said he was sleepwalking, and I got it. It, it. He wasn't. That suit of armor he bought, he bought that, and then it showed up. And he's like, I can't tell people I did this I, on my own free will. Install the 98 KUPD skill on your Amazon smart speaker now. Now playing Holmberg's Morning Sickness. If you hit the snooze button.